Croissonol, a transatlantic theater podcast. Oscar Reese Freeman Radouin, Ak Gadavi, my co host. What? <laughs> kind of fucking. Dude, at first I thought you were like. <clears throat> I thought you hurt yourself because it sounded like <laughs> Christ Almighty, but. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, this is Marcos Rodriguez. I'm here again with uh, Reese. No, no, we're doing the whole podcast in Welsh. No, 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 no. Did no. you not study? I need, to, I, not... Need, I need to explain it in English. <laughs> you know, I'm doing the translation. Uh, for our majority English listeners. How dare you? There's that one Belgian dude. Yeah, yeah, I said majority. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Belgian guy's just gonna have to hire his own translator. Or Belgian girl, we don't even know. We're just fucking... Uh, yeah. Well, gendering this Belgian Okay, person. yeah, I think their pronouns are probably they, them anyway, so... That's good. They're probably just a waffle. They're waffles over there. They're a Belgian, Belgian waffle. That's it. Well, now you're insulting our one Belgian <laughs> fucking listener. <laughs> listen, listen. Every time I watch a movie that's made in Belgium and set in Belgium, they have a waffle. They have. They're eating waffles. Like, yeah. just what, like what? What are you gonna do? It's like the French office has a block of cheese instead of Jello. <laughs> <laughs> that always makes me laugh. That's hilarious. So yeah, I, bas- I basically said, "Welcome back to the Transatlantic Podcast." I'm Oscar Reese Freeman, and with me, my co-host. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of got that. I kind of got that. Yeah. 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 Sounded. Uh, well, I'm no judge of what sounds good in another language, but it sounded legit. <laughs> I'm glad it sounded legit to somebody who has no idea what Welsh sounds like. <laughs> well, I know what Welsh sounds like. I've heard your father yeah, speak it. Yeah, you've I've heard, heard other. You've Welsh heard my father people. curse in it. Yeah, I've heard other Welsh people speak it as well. I went to the Welsh yeah. festival. You know, <laughs> to the, the Welsh festival. I yes. saw the Welsh magician. I went to a Welsh Christian church. You know, I remember that fucking Welsh <laughs> magician, man. You yeah. were so excited about that fucking magician, dude. It was cool. I love magicians, yeah. man. I think I it's cool as You know shit. I do a lot of magic tricks these days, right? Oh, do you? Yeah. Are you just I've slowly got... turning into NPH over there? Apparently, yeah. <laughs> I've got like five decks of cards just sitting right next to me right now. Why? Why so many fucking cards? Because they... When you practice, you yeah. go through decks really quickly. Why? Because you're like, fucking because them up? Because they just... Well, not fucking them up, but like... You're they just... They, they, they like... Uh, for the well, the correct term is they fox. Yeah, I know the I know they, the fox yeah. term. Race, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, but yeah, they uh, yeah, they just they just get bad. Like they they get a little out of shape. They lose mm-hmm. their strength a little bit, which especially for some tricks, you want cards that have a bit of strength and sturdiness to them, mm-hmm. and that will retain a shape because if you're gonna some like palm something or do something, you want to be able to put it back and it'll go back to like the flat shape as opposed to cards that are older that are a bit more. That that that'll like when you bend them, you know they like kind of mm-hmm. stay that way easily. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you do that with a later deck, it's gonna show a bit more. Yeah, uh, I think there's like a name for it. Uh, in terms of swords, it's called something like uh, I don't think it's elasticity. It, it it's the ability to retain its shape after being bent. So it'll. Oh, there it'll, is a word for that. What yeah, the it'll fuck return it? back to its its initial shape, and that's that's yeah. how they make swords, uh, Japanese swords specifically, <laughs> which is a great segue into the movie we watched this week. <laughs> I don't know if we want to jump into that soon, though. But I mean, know. it's a long film, so it is it, a long if film. If there's, yeah, it, it yeah, if if you, um. Sorry, I'm looking up. I'm looking up this word. No, it's alright. <laughs> I think it's either plasticity. That might be the word, yeah. Yeah, plasticity can be defined as the ability to retain a shape when deformed. Mm, mm. Return to original shape. Let me look that up. Return. 
Um, but yeah, uh, this is a long fucking film. I'll be honest. Uh, it's kind of a problem for me. If we're gonna, so first off, before we jump in, anybody who doesn't know spoilers for um, Seven Samurai. Yep. Uh, the 1952, 1952, Seven Samurai. Yeah, it is. I was trying to say that so that it wasn't just us fucking googling shit and typing and not talking and then i had to google things to find out yeah seven samurai was 1954 so it's off by a few years but it's yeah it's three hours and 27 minutes mm -hmm. five minutes of that is a fucking intermission and at least 10 minutes of the beginning is uh <laughs> like fucking uh the the opening credits mm -hmm. which i don't know if i missed anything in those opening credits like do they is there anything because i didn't bother it was just so long i was like i'm not going back the opening credits. Um, like, did they say anything to set up the 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 story? They did slightly, but it wasn't okay, much. Because I didn't realize that the subtitles weren't on, because I was like, that made the <laughs> the credits even more boring, because there was no translation. It was just like five to ten minutes of just like a character system I have no grasp of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. this it was, is. It was like the old Japanese calligraphy where they wrote yeah. like, you know, uh, vertically. Mm -hmm. as opposed to horizontal um which yeah. i thought was really cool because every single one of that like it was all hand written um yeah and you can tell just by looking at how the characters differed between each other uh, even though it was the same character it, it had yeah a difference in how it was written so i thought that was cool um and then they also made it more entertaining by having like you know not just all uniform and blocks it was like kind of all kind of different you know slanted different yeah. ways which i thought was cool uh, you don't see that very often. You know how kind of like in that in that movie we watched with um, uh, the, the in last, my darling Clementine, my darling Clementine was just like was going that down a fucking long totem pole. pole. Yeah. yeah, that was unique as well. It wasn't yeah. just like you know some painted uh, what's it called? Um, I don't know. I guess card because that's how a lot of the movies were back then. I think it was yeah. like it was just yeah like a yeah. printed card that was then just yeah. exposed onto it for cameras and exactly yeah, whatever, however it worked out they they talked about it there was like a long thing about it of how they made the stranger things intro and they used like og methods like that oh did they um yeah to do the intro uh -huh. uh, and they talked about how it all worked and i learned about it and then immediately forgot so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah irrelevant information that is sometimes relevant yeah um but yeah, it was it. It, it, it was a really good film mm -hmm. that could have been about two and a half hours. It probably could have been about two and a half hours. Yes, and that I feel means, like there's yeah. a lot. There's a lot in this movie that I was just like, especially because you kind of go into it with the runtime in the back of your mind, like knowing it's a three and a half hour film. Yeah. I, at least just for me. Yeah. Like I went into the movie going when I got to a scene that when it ended i was like i didn't really add much maybe we could have cut that like <laughs> you know i think the only other oh my god i think I, i'm like drawing parallels here okay um what's that final movie in the lord of the rings trilogy the Re oh return, return of, the, of king. the king yeah it gives me very return of the king vibes yeah especially <laughs> the end of this film where it's like five minutes of them staring at the graves right it... um so and that's I like i just oh, yeah. drew that comparison like because yeah. this movie has inspired so much yeah. like it really no, has can. so including and... and this is when i found out from um our number one viewer sorry belgian person because <laughs> um, i was talking to him that we were watching this yesterday and he told me and i didn't realize it because i knew 
this inspired Magnificent Seven. Yeah. But do you know the other film that it's kind of like essentially based on this one? Um, God, I is it the Thirteen Ronin? Because that one's very similar as well. No, it's a Bug's it. Life. Oh. It's the same fucking plot. Dude, you're Think right. The Bug's Life is this <laughs> movie. That's so funny. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> We've been we've watched this movie already. Yeah, we have we seen it. <laughs> we have seen it in two hours. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. have watched. And this you know movie. what? And that that made that the fact that that was in the back of my mind. The Wait, whole you movie, were told that before? Damn, that must. I was have... told that before. Shit, it you did gotta go kinda, into this it, blind. I maybe should have gone into it a bit blind because yeah. I haven't seen Magnificence, the original Magnificence. Me neither. I haven't seen the remake. I haven't like, seen any of them. Yeah, I've not. Yeah. I've not seen uh, that. But I I know the kind of concept of it because it's. It's a standard kind of Western concept of yeah, gunslingers yeah. show up to a small town, protect it, and then leave. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, so, it, like you can see how the story just fits the Western genre so well. It does. Well. Yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, no, a Bug's Life was kind of in the back of my mind more than anything for this film, my especially dude, in the that's... in the terms of my biggest gripe with this film mm-hmm. is at a certain point I was like. I really don't want them to defend this town. I don't like any of the villagers. See, that's but that's what they that's a dilemma they bring up to themselves as well. Mm-hmm. Like at one point they're like we should just kill all the villagers. Yeah. I don't know, like they say, that scene was kind of presented as like hyperbolic because he was mad that this is where he came from. No, 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 no. It was uh, it was one of the other samurais who said we should yeah. kill them all because they wanted to kill them because of the fact that uh, they were dishonorable and they essentially lied and killed fallen soldiers and stole their gear. Yeah. And so they were like, these people are terrible, you know, like we shouldn't be helping them. And then the dude, that's when the guy went off on his tangent and telling them, yeah, this is why it's like this, you know. Yeah. But at the same time. Uh, they never really addressed the fact that like he basically stole a bunch of like it's they re- they go oh you've you clearly stole all this ha 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 and that was it yeah yeah they they think he's just, I mean they didn't invite him along anyway <laughs> yeah but yeah they didn't invite him along um, I really didn't like him as a character I'll have to go back to actually get the their fucking character names because yeah be his name was like made up it was like yeah. uh, it was like I don't remember, man. It was like Kitsuguri or something like that. Um, but uh, he didn't really have a name. He was like the no-named guy. And then Kikuchio? But, hold on, let me see. Yeah. A humorous mer- mer- mercurial, mer- mercurial... Oh my god. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a rogue who lies about being a samurai. How do you spell his name? His work. Uh, K-I-K-U-C-H-I-U-R-Y-O. So, Kikuchio. No, Kikuchio. Uh, yeah, Kikuchio. Kikuchio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's definitely... But yeah, um, yeah, it was... It was. I liked... the pro- my, uh, Another problem I had was, like, the characters I liked the most mm-hmm. uh, died, like, first. <laughs> Did they? Like, I really liked the woodcutting dude. Oh, yeah. Because he was hilarious. He was the and first I really... to die, wasn't he? Yeah, and then yeah. the next to die was the fucking other dude who I really liked, who was the one who, like, didn't even walk into the house because he was like, uh, y'all are... Y'all are just trying to play me right now. Like... <laughs> Yeah. And, like, he just gets up and he's like, you're perfect! <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he was a good Like, guy. those two were my favorite characters, and then when they died, I was like, 
I know? guess I like this the really stern solemn guy and then he died next. Yeah, the stern <laughs> solemn guy. That was sad when he died though. Uh, see I, I felt I, I liked sad, yeah. I liked all of them to be honest. Um And then they don't even address that it's basically his fault that that guy died. Oh, you're talking about the the guy the woodcutting axe guy. Yeah. No, 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 the the, the stern face dude because the stern face guy died because fucking uh Kikuchio was like, I'm gonna go steal a gun so that everybody likes me and thinks I'm honorable and shit. Mm-hmm. So he goes and steals a gun, leaves his position, and then gets back and they're like, Where the f- why aren't you at your post? And he's like, Don't worry, it's fine. And then that's and then like people came in and then that's because that that led to uh the like stone faced dude dying. No, 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 no. The stern the stone faced dude died because the guy, the the leader of the bandit group snuck into the women's area and he was the one with the third rifle. So I mean they this was already on the day of the final battle, so mm. it, it, it just, wasn't because it just, of him. Oh no, that was the day of the final battle. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, so you're right. The wood you know the um the guy who was like, Oh y'all are hilarious. Yeah. Like he uh he died, yeah, because of because of Kukucho. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking up. But like, and then he just goes to the top of the hill where he's all sad about it. And he's like, "Have some sake." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, uh, "Shouldn't we be mad?" I feel like nobody's as mad at him as they should be. See, the thing is, is like, yes, they're sad and they are mad, but they have to, they have to, you know, it's war. This happens, mm-hmm. and you got to move on. You got to move past it during the mm-hmm. actual conflict. After the conflict, that's when you can talk about how, you know this was a loss for us which is exactly what he said it was mm. one of the last lines in the film yeah yeah it's like it was a victory for them but we lost you know the, the war yeah. essentially we lost yeah and they did they did it was they yeah. suffered heavy losses and and the i think it's funny that the two friends uh from the beginning who have survived horrible yeah. <laughs> battles still survive because i yeah. felt like they <laughs> Just were like like yeah. honestly i feel like those two out of all of the seven, they were the two who were really looking forward to this being their final final battle. Yeah, I wasn't. really expected the like kid to die. Oh yeah, after, I kind of after too. his little speech where he's like, "You're a man now, you better fight like one." And I was like, "That sounds like he's about to die." <laughs> no, I, I, I always thought he was going to die. The way he just kept yeah. saying, "You are only well, to watch," I was like, "He's totally not yeah. going to watch, and he's going to die." But and, didn't he, and then he was like, you should leave because I'm like, we're going to head into battle and, and we're not going to be able to deal, like, I'm not going to be able to take care of you. Yeah, And, he's and then he him. left for like five seconds and then just came back to laugh with kidding. him and then fucking rejoined. Like, there's no discussion of like why he's back now. Well, you can he only, just came yeah. back. I mean, you can only tell tell them you can leave and I mean, they're going to make their choice, you know. He knew he yeah. couldn't uh, protect them entirely, so. Yeah. I liked like, hey. the, the leader dude. I thought he was great. I liked him a lot. Like yeah. I said, I, and there, I liked all there's of almost like a guy. line by the guy who's like, uh, the guy who who uh, who's like, "Hey, you guys are hilarious" because mm-hmm. they tried to, to trick him. Um, like when he joins and he goes, "I I just want to be clear, I'm not joining because I feel for the village. I'm joining because I like you." Yeah. And I was like, I feel like that's what this movie is gonna be, especially later when you like, I like just how much I hated the villagers more and more. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I'm really not here for them. I'm here for I'm here for this dude and his friends. Like, mm. yeah, I, I truly did prefer the samurai over yeah. anybody in that village. Yeah, everybody in that village was bad. You had the dude who's like fucking. I don't think he had his mouth closed once in that whole. 
Uh, it's like about the guy who who stabbed the one uh, bandit and his mouth yeah. was just wide open. <laughs> that older guy. And I was like, oh, oh Jesus. It was just, ugh. All the characters were, I was just like, kill him. Like, I don't care. Just like, do, do somebody. I don't know. I don't know. I just didn't, like, the only people, the only person in the village I, I minorly cared about was the old dude. And then he was a fucking stubborn shit who didn't leave his little house. Mm-hmm. And then he died anyway mm-hmm. because he was an idiot. And I was like, well, now, why do I care? Because the only person in the village I thought made any sense is kind of a fucking dickhead now as well. Well, I didn't really mind, um, what's his name? Uh, Kikichu? Or... Kikichu? It's like something, <laughs> uh, he's the guy who initially went out, he's essentially Flick, that character. <laughs> yeah, you know how I'm talking oh, about, Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, Rakichi? <clears throat> Yeah, it's like Rikichi. Yeah. Rikichi, yeah, it's like a weird. He name. was the one who like they were met. He got mad at them and yeah. broke a bunch of shit because they talked about his wife. Yeah, exactly. And, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And then they didn't even address that. They didn't like afterward. Like he just sits down with him and he's like, "Hey, man, if you ever need to talk, like I'm here for you." Yeah. And he's like, "No, it's like no. You just broke a bunch of fucking bamboo spears we've just been making." And we need a, you need, we need it to. No, he didn't break any bamboo spears. Mm-hmm. He just went out into the woods and broke a bunch of trees. Oh, okay. I thought he was. I thought it was a bunch of the bamboo spears all broken. No, 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 no. He just mm-hmm. cut through a whole bunch of trees and blew off steam. Um, okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, his wife was captured, and uh, when he found his wife, because she was still alive apparently, yeah, you know, used as a sex slave, obviously, and then yeah, she couldn't face her husband, so she threw herself into the fire, all Japanese-like, you know. Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah. That was, that was really sad. It was sad. I was like, oh, damn. And he was so happy to finally get her back. And then she throws herself in there. And then in his rage, he accidentally killed Woodchopping Dude. Yeah. Which made me sad because I was like, oh, I liked that guy. He was a cool guy. <laughs> he just, like, shows up and he just looks at a fucking, like, straight, like, boss samurai guy. And he's like, hi, I want to help. I'm good at chopping wood. And yeah. that's, that was his fucking resume. <laughs> yeah. This dude, so so this movie does a lot of like those those really funny, stereotypical Japanese things. But I yeah. I didn't, like, I don't think it was stereotypical Japanese at the time, obviously. Um, but like the whole like mm-hmm. wise old Asian guy says cryptic stuff. And there's a whole, there's a lot yeah. of good lines in this movie. There is a lot. There are a lot of good lines. lines. Like one of it's my just favorite. three and a half hours of good lines, so I can't really remember them. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? And then it's in another language too. Yeah. So we're like trying to remember what we could fucking actually remember reading. Yeah. But um, there was a line that I liked a lot, actually, that made me laugh. Um, said by that old wise man in the mill. Um, mm-hmm. And essentially he said, uh, how are we supposed to find, you know, samurai that are going to defend and work for food or whatever? It's like, that's unheard of. We have no money. You know, they're typically, samurais are kind of like mercenaries during this time. Mm-hmm. And, um, or they're, they're warring or they're fighting for, for clout, for uh, yeah. something like that. For like, yeah, prestige, yeah. Yeah, prestige or more or land. Money, or, or land, yeah. yeah. And it, it was funny because he was just like, just find hungry samurai. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. He's I was like, like, you know, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I liked that. I liked that line a lot. Um, but uh, yeah, I really, I enjoyed the movie a lot more than I thought it was going to. I thought yeah. it was going to be much more of a slog to get through, and it really it, wasn't. It was a slog until we got the leader of the samurai people. Yeah, yeah. Like, or the leader, the leader of the seven. Like yeah, once, yeah, once he guy, showed up, it started picking up. Like. Yeah, it really picked up because he yeah. he just like like I said, I just really hated the villagers. Like by the by the end of them, just like fucking 
faffing about in the in the town uh-huh. for a while. Like I was like, oh, I just want them to die, honestly, because they're just they're weak, weak little shitty people. Like, uh-huh. and even to the to the fact of like, they probably could have defended the village themselves if they came up with that plan on their own. Yeah, but they just couldn't. They didn't have the battle yeah. strategy, and that's what the main. Yeah, they didn't have the had. battle strategy and stuff like that. But at the same, and the discipline and things yeah. like that. Yeah. But like, like when you when you think about the, kind of the grand scheme of things, like build a wall around all the ways to get into it, except one narrow path. Yeah. Uh, flood the fields so that they can't get in through a certain way, so they're mm. forced around this way. It's yeah. like simple things that, like, yeah, like you said, they just don't have the tactics for it that they don't know. Yeah. But. But now they. Do. It was, yeah. But so. now they do. But at the, it was just, yeah, like, it it was it was just it felt like they were helping helpless people, um, who yeah. you know, at the end of the day, ten years down the line, if another gang of bandits show up, or are they? It's like teach a man to fish kind of stuff. Exactly. You know? like, <laughs> I think they have learned a lot, you know, and I think they. Will I don't know if they did though. Well, they still have the they they still have all of the uh, walls, and they still have all of that. They they may not have the skill, but they got. Yeah. the the manpower for the most part mm-hmm. you know they had something like i don't know at least 50 or 60 villagers yeah so which but even then those yeah. fucking villagers who were like like he and he's like I, the fact that there's a scene of him trying to explain to them mm-hmm. hey i like it's three houses or 23 houses which do you want yeah. Like, wh- which one do you want destroyed? And they're like people who are literally like, "No, we're not going to fucking stand here and let you destroy our buildings." And he's like, "If you don't, the whole village is gone." Yeah. Like, exactly. and I don't understand how that's difficult to to grasp in concept. I don't think it was difficult for the other guys, but it was difficult for the people who actually owned that place. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's yeah. fucking like grab your shit from in. You've got plenty of days to grab your stuff and put it into another house inside the village. Yeah. yeah. And then. I'm pretty sure you can be like, hey, guys, we'll um, you know one. how all like everyone in town got to keep their house except for us? Can you build a, Can you help me build a house? And it's not like, and, like it'll be done difficult. in fucking seconds yeah. because it's a whole village doing it. And it's also just like really simple houses. <laughs> yeah, it's simple houses. It's still pretty difficult to chop that that many trees, get it set up in a st- structure and secure way, get enough hay to like actually uh roof your to like thatch your house essentially yeah it's yeah. it's a bit of effort yeah but it's but if you get a whole village to be like hey we're gonna repair repay you for sacrificing your home yeah so that we could keep ours yeah exactly which i'm sure they would do since that's yeah. kind of how that village works everybody's kind of trying to help each other yeah everyone seemed like they were really trying to help each other but um, um except for fucking uh what's it called crazy want to fuck his daughter dude no, he didn't want to fuck his daughter. He's just he wanted to fuck his daughter. That's what it is. No, that's crazy. No, he was that's... just. But he was crazy. I did not like him. Yeah, I didn't like him at all. He was but, just uh... so fearful, and uh, he wanted his daughter to be fucking pure, whatever, until marriage. You know, that's like a. I think that's just like a. Like it might be a cultural thing. Um, it's not a cultural thing. Cause it's definitely a thing that's existed in like European cultures and stuff like that as well. Yeah. Like it, this isn't something yeah, that was so. like shocking that I wouldn't it, that I would only expect in a Japanese film. But I honestly, genuinely, always kind of I I, I get really weirded out with plot lines with that where it's like, where and I get maybe it's protective. like viewing it through a, like a twenty twenty one lens. Mm-hmm. But it always just feels like, um, is it that you don't want 
your daughter to have sex or is that you don't want anyone to have sex with her other than in in a kind of freudian way yourself because you want your daughter like i think i think it's a projection thing when mm-hmm. when people are like that when people are that protective of their children having sex it, i think it's a projection yeah but i, I especially it, with guys for me I, I took it more of like a you know it was like in terms she wasn't married or anything like that and now mm-hmm. she's damaged goods so now you know how is he supposed to trade her or you know what i mean except like, he's literally she's literally fallen for like a fucking we- the wealthy guy's son like this is your best fucking possible like what what did you want what, yeah what else did you want for your daughter but now that she gave it up to him without uh without having to marry like you know that is the guy going to then marry her choose to be with her so it's like well he fucking clearly wanted to but then she's like <laughs> oh no like but i don't know he got all weird about there. it too he got all fucking weird yeah but that's after he had it he was shit, like but... now he wants nothing to do with her you know no because he was trying to like talk to her and she just kept fucking running away like, oh yeah, I, yeah i really hated her as a character probably because she, she felt she was one note nothing yeah she she was like one note kind of nothing really boring yeah um, no she wasn't a great character at all and her father was psycho like yeah. went at her with a razor blade like cut your hair off so yeah i don't like, know what the fuck like he should have died in that town to rip... <laughs> yeah I, I think he should have died but these samurai yeah. guys are gonna try to rape you and it's like that didn't happen but you know she yeah. she wanted to be handled by the young guy anyway you know and like i one of that one of the samurai was just like yo dude it's the day before a big battle yeah exactly shit happens like, like, yeah exactly. he was literally like it like it's it's it seems like a uh what's it called uh like it's it's a watching something that's from the past kind of thing but mm-hmm. when somebody in that past time so says something, something like that would. somebody would say now mm-hmm. <laughs> like it just makes it feel like even then it just was kind of stupid mm-hmm. and like yeah I don't, I don't even understand why the samurai just didn't go like get out of town you you're you're we're all under a lot of pressure and you're making it worse leave i can't say that <laughs> that's not their town to tell people to I get out i guess it's not their town yeah <laughs> they're they're actually they're serving them <laughs> yeah but yeah. i just i just hated it i hated that guy i, I hated that whole subplot it. their yeah. whole subplot of them like having the, uh, the second they saw each other i was like oh no yeah there didn't uh, need to be that lover's subplot yeah. you know but um because that could have shaved 30 minutes off the fucking film yeah yeah but i guess it is only natural and like did know, the young people did the stone-faced shit. guy also dig her and was he jealous no no I just okay. think he thought it was funny. He was okay. he was showing almost no emotion except for when he followed the young guy and saw them. That's when he smiled and he like showed some emotion. Okay. See, I, I saw the smiling saw is him like smiling at her. No, 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 no. In no, a weird no. way. Because yeah. remember after the young guy left and walked uh, to go meet the girl or whatever, he like mm-hmm. smiled or something like he thought it was... He, th- he thought it was entertaining. He likes the, the idea of young love. I don't, I don't think he was... Yeah. Um, he must have had someone he loved when he was young, but he dedicated his life to the sword, so, you know. Yeah. Which, to me, speaking of him, makes mm-hmm. me really sad how he died. He died by a yeah. bullet, not by the sword, and that made me sad. I was like, damn. He probably didn't want to well, go out like that. in the back, that. wasn't it, too? I think it was in the back as well, yeah. 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 It was pretty sad. Yeah, so yeah I, I think like, the only Jesus. person who really didn't get shot, like, in the back was, was uh, Kichikuchio. <laughs> I know you're talking about. Yeah, but he, who got he shot in the, the stomach most... and just like fucking went forward. I think they gave him the most honorable death though, so that he could redeem himself for not being a samurai. He had one yeah. of the best deaths. Um, 
that by yeah he had the only death that didn't wasn't like a one one hit death. yeah exactly <laughs> they all just kind of fell over it was very vague yeah. the sword fighting but it, this movie was i kind of dug it fighting. i i could tell that it was just because i don't know if it was like they didn't want to be gory or if it was you know constraints in terms of budget or anything but i thought the the violence was actually pretty well done well when you cut someone open it doesn't like usually spray blood out you know what i mean <laughs> so i think it was yeah. i think it was well done but the the slow falling down was a little stupid yeah because, like, i was glad that didn't happen fell. <laughs> i was gonna say that it didn't happen every time which oh, well, i was happy about well, for like not part. to the extent that like the first death you see where it's like that dude it was like replayed twice and, and it's just yeah 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 i mean it wasn't that extreme but yeah. they still slowly fell like almost everyone yeah Except, I think the gunshot ones are the Which, other ones who felt almost a little closer to immediately. That that scene reminds me the the one with um, the first death mm -hmm. and the baby and the, the bandit. And shit yeah. Like that. Um, I just thought it was hilarious that like the second you got to the town and they were starting to show the samurai, mm -hmm. I was like, I was like, wow, they really cast like the most ugly fuckers for the <laughs> villagers. And then when they showed the samurai, it was just like all of them were like good looking motherfucker, like good looking, ha like normal looking people. Mm -hmm. And then like, and then even when they got to the town and they were like, uh, talking about, uh, they were like, all right, well, you know, tomorrow's the big battle. So do what you want with your wives tonight. And then <laughs> like, it cuts to like weirdly, like a bunch of women laughing, but they're just like, have like no teeth or like one oh, or three. Yeah. They're farmers. Yeah. They live yeah. rough, rough lives. It's like, you know, the women who raise cattle and pick yeah. uh, like fields all day. So their skin's wrinkly and harsh and, and dude, that fucking old woman, that, that woman had, fucking... Oh, the really old one. <laughs> yeah. The one who tried to kill the one guy with the weird. Yeah. But she blood. had like fucking. <laughs> I, I don't I can't count up to the number of wrinkles that she had. Oh yeah, she had very <laughs> many. Yeah, she had a lot. It was. Ugh. Yeah, she had she had much wrinkles. <laughs> well, why is that gross, man? Wrinkles are soft. Have you touched wrinkly skin? It's very soft. You it's know, almost I've like not silk. Touched wrinkly skin. It's like it's like uh, tissue paper. It rips very easily and it's very soft. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, um, no, I don't want to deal with that. No, I'm good. Thanks, though. <laughs> yeah, it's not gross. I'm just gonna next time I, you know, when COVID's not a thing and I don't have to worry about asking a random stranger, the next time I see a really wrinkly person, I'll be like, "Yo, can I touch your skin? I just want to find out what they feel like." Well, I just know because you know my grandmother took care of a lot of really old people, and so yeah, that's true. I I got to know what some wrinkly old skin feels like. <laughs> it's very soft and very very thin. Um, that's why you can see their veins easily. But uh, yeah, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, dude. You ever watch that show, My Strange Addiction? Yeah, I've seen some stuff. I think I've, I think the only episode, like, full thing that I watched was the dude who ate uh, fucking drywall. <laughs> so there's this guy who is, uh, he has, I don't know why he was on a My Strange Addiction, but he's he's only attracted to, like, really old people. Mm -hmm. Like, um, like, in their 70s. Okay. He says if they're in their 50s, they're too young. Yeah, and he's like in his twenties. Yeah, so he needs them to be like seventies and eighties. That's what he prefers, and uh, it's really, it's really weird. And then, and then, I, <laughs> I don't know if I should say this. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, he's made porns with some of these old ladies. Oh no! Isn't that fucking crazy? So, 
Yeah. I'm so, not looking this up. I'm not, no, no, I'm not I telling you to look you. it up. I'm just telling you this is what happened. And hey, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear what it <laughs> Yeah, with the old ladies. <laughs> so there's this guy from My Strange Addiction. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. He's from My Strange Addiction, right? But anyways. So I happen to find some of Thanks them. for covering up for me, Marco. So I happen to, <laughs> <laughs> So I happen to find some of the ones that he was in. And then I look I look down to the comments and everybody's like, "So who else is here because of my strange addiction?" <laughs> it was really fun. And I was like, "What the hell, dude? This is weird." Uh, but you yeah. know, you know, to each their own. I mean, those those ladies they were having a good time, whatever. Yeah, man. But yeah. I, I'm guessing he likes how soft the wrinkly skin is. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not one to judge, um, <laughs> considering things I've done in my past. Uh, <laughs> what? But, uh, Have you been with some old ladies? Have you not known about this? The like, I mean, you said you've been with an older lady, but not like an old lady. Well, not an old lady, older, but not. Yeah, she was old. like in her forties, yeah. right? Mid forties. Mid forties. Yeah, that's pretty old. Yeah. That's that's when pretty I was old. early twenties. Yeah, that's a, that's a bit of a cougar right there. That's cougar age. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was, uh, yeah, uh, but I, like, and I, I think that's fine, but I, I would definitely say it's a bit of a problem if it, not a problem, but I, 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 maybe, so for me, I, I just find, like, I don't want to say older people, because it <laughs> implies the 70 year old kind of stuff, like, I, I just, I like adults who have their fucking life together, like, that's, that's what I'm attracted to, Yeah. so when I meet somebody who's an adult who has their life together, I'm like, oh, that's cool, you want to fuck? Um, but, uh, so, so that's, that's what, it, that's just kind of what, what I go for. Yeah. Um, yeah. People who have their shit together. Yeah. And, yeah. but, uh, but like not people who've had their shit together and then retired. Like that's, that's <laughs> not right. That's not what I'm looking for. Not people who are on the second half of their life. Yeah. They still need Unless to they the had a lot of money half. and want to buy me a lot of things, in which case I'd, I'd definitely be a sugar baby. Hell yeah. Me too, dude. <laughs> shit. When my wife gets her job, uh, working for you know her career what she wants to do mm-hmm. i would not mind being an at-home dad i don't give a fuck yeah i'd want to be an at-home dad i'll be i'll be a house husband i got no yeah. no beef with that shit be sitting at home working on my car making sure the house is yeah. clean and cooking sounds good yeah, as I fuck i i wouldn't mind it plus we get to we, we could we could focus on things like this yeah 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 we could do shit like yeah. this man what if we were both house house husbands would that be great wouldn't that be great? Yeah, that we we both be house husbands, and we'll just we'll we'll podcast all the time. And we just have these like we'll create so much fucking content. <laughs> and we we'll have these power dom wives who are just like, <laughs> fucking uh the fucking pantsuits like all day every day. <laughs> pantsuits. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that'd be interesting, right? <laughs> it would be. Yeah. be hilarious. In another universe, man, I'm sure it's happening. Yeah. I'm sure. It's I'm happening. sure. <laughs> But uh, anyway, back to the movie. <laughs> back to the movie. Um, yeah, if I can make my biggest complaint with it, it is it ends on a note that's really shit. What do you um, mean? Uh, you know, I felt a little no, no, no. interesting Hold on, about let me the ending. Yeah. Let me expand. One of the last things I can remember of the film, because it's like one of the last shots, is fucking what's-her-name, uh, the, the random girl. Um, what, the girl who... Gave it up. Shino or Shino. Shino. Or, Shino. Or, it's Shino. Shino. Yeah. Her just fucking trying to cry sing while she's planting the rice. And it was just like really screechy bad. Oh no. And I then it just like 
cut it like yeah because it's it's him looking to the fields and she's just gone to the fields to plant the rice and she's trying to sing along and act like everything's normal and she's like singing but crying and she's like <laughs> as she's planting and then it just cut back to the two other samurai and he says the line about we're the ones who lost yeah and then that's the end of the movie and i was like really like one of the last things you're going to show me in this three and a half hour film is just a fucking woman cry singing like that's the the most horrific sound a human being is capable of making. Was she trying to sing while crying? Was she oh, actually yeah. crying? Or, or she's she just a bad singer? Yeah, was she Maybe just bad at bad singing? because like I don't know, I, I, I didn't I don't remember that because I I might have been looking at something else while that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that that was that was what I took from it was her cry singing. But yeah. I, I liked the shot just... though with the uh, four graves up there. I oh that was yeah, that was a really nice shot. I was like, this is really beautiful. And right. then it cuts to him like looking to the field, and then and she's then the crying, 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 <laughs> and then it cuts back to them, and he's looking. He's gone now, and it's just the two other older dudes, and he's like, oh, we're the ones who lost. Look at it, and then yeah. like, oh, and then it's the end of the film. And I was like, okay, that's a nice ending. Except right before that nice <laughs> ending, I just can't stop thinking about this woman fucking crying, singing. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember that. Damn, I kind of. I wish I gotta go watch it back now, real quick. Just the end, right there. But um, you'd easily probably find the end on YouTube, just like <laughs> Seven Samurai end scene. End scene. I did like the uh, <laughs> Seven Samurai cry singing. <laughs> cry singing. I did like the ending though, like uh, for the most part. Um, yeah. I guess minus that cry singing. And I'd say the only thing that I thought was kind of odd, like they tried to justify it by showing the leader of the of the bandits be like cool. really pissed off and like fucking raging about the fact that they they did they've done all this and like just wanting to eradicate them. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point when he's like checking off how many they've killed, mm-hmm. I was like surely they realize it's just not working. Like Oh, oh, you're talking about the bandit leader yeah the bandits like i don't get why they kept going so do you remember the scene when he shot his own men and he said if any of you guys turn yellow which is i think is a very it was an american translation so he said <laughs> i don't think i my translation said that <laughs> yeah he, he wouldn't say yellow normally yeah. but um he said if any of you guys turn yellow i'll kill you myself so the bandit leader was the one who was forcing all of yeah. these guys to go that's the, that's what i was talking about is there was that scene that that felt like it was trying to justify why they kept going yeah like because because they realized they needed one like that's that's my problem is mm-hmm. it got to a point where it would have seemed so senseless for them to keep fighting yeah so they needed a scene to show us why they kept doing it yeah it was just and i was crazy. like i just it it i don't know like considering this is the first time we've seen this bandit warlord guy outside of like the beginning mm-hmm. which by the way let's just talk about how the fact that this whole film rides on the fact that one dude overheard them <laughs> what do you mean oh like Other... the dude in the field <laughs> yeah the dude in the field otherwise they would have just like Destroyed not known this was gonna happen yeah yeah well sometimes it just happens you know sometimes, sometimes it's like it just happens, there wouldn't yeah. be a movie if if that one yeah. guy i know that there wouldn't yeah. be but i was just kind of like <laughs> really okay of sure. course that, that's the story yeah. <laughs> guess he was just there that's yeah fine. yeah it's part of the story he got they got lucky by having a dude there but uh he got lucky by being there, and then a samurai got lucky with one of the villagers. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's the circle of life. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I mean, same thing with uh, what's it called? Oh, well, I guess it's not the same thing with Bugs Life since. <laughs> but what's his name? Didn't want all those people to run either, though. Uh, yeah. The big bad cricket. Forget his fucking name. 
Hopper. Yeah, Hop. But the thing is, you see Hopper, and he has that scene that gives like creed, like like a a, a reason as to why he's doing this. Yeah, with the seed, with the one seed guy, thing. Yeah. Like you, you get that scene where like no matter how much they keep trying, that scene with Hopper saying, "Do you see this one seed? If this one seed goes, all of the rest follow." Yeah. And like that—that's enough for you to understand. Yeah. Understand why they never give up. Yeah, and that's probably why they. Or they kind of do though at the end, though. To be honest, but yeah, yeah, they kind of do. But that's kind of—that's probably why they added that in the uh, in Bugs' mm-hmm. life because from the original story, it was probably what was one of the things that was missing. Yeah. Like nothing. <laughs> it's, it's funny how much we've talked about Bugs' life, and we didn't even mean to do it. No, I mean because I didn't know that it was that yeah. until you brought it up. I think and I was the like, funniest oh, sound. Is... Uh, that's ever been on this podcast is the realization in your brain <laughs> that this movie is a bug's life because you were like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> yeah, like after watching, you know, I mean, this movie felt yeah. great watching it over the course of two days. You know what I mean? It's definitely okay. something that could be, you know, and something that has been episodic. You know, it's been put into a couple of episodes. Of, yeah, I believe uh, it's made into like three episodes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's an anime that they. Oh really? The whole story. Yeah, it's called uh, Samurai Seven. It just changed yeah. the order of the number and the name. Um, but it's an anime that I wanted to watch, or maybe I did watch it. I don't remember. But uh, they made it episodes. You know, like one episode. They, you know, you got the beginning, and then they go, and then yeah, they get a they get a samurai each episode, and then you know they just kind of make it longer that way. Yeah, but, which uh, I would say though that like them collecting the samurai took long enough in the fucking movie like (laughs) it did yeah it did it took a little bit and um you know i didn't really hate it i was just kind of curious because like oh who are they gonna get next what's this guy's deal gonna be you know they kept it entertaining with each guy they added to their team and then we had this crazy fucking dude who wasn't a samurai who stole fake papers in a family tree to try to prove his shit and like you know i like how he clearly didn't even like i don't know if it was he was illiterate so he didn't realize that it told it said that he was thirteen. Yeah, he probably. Or was. if he just never read it. I mean, he probably was illiterate. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, he was a farmer. They have no yeah. need for reading or writing. Yeah. Yeah. So probably was, uh, but yeah, that that character was an interesting one. Not my favorite, but he did redeem himself yeah. in the end. It was just weird because, like, I I kind of had this expectation that he was gonna be the main main character. Oh yeah, it kind of did give you that like that feeling, right? Yeah, like from the beginning, and then the poster, and on top of that, he's he's kind of the main character in the Hidden Fortress. So I thought that it was like just the actor that Akira Kurosawa likes. Oh yeah, dude. Speaking of uh, speaking of that, mm-hmm. I I remember like not even I think twenty less than twenty minutes into the film, I started seeing those uh, those screen wipes, and I was like, yeah. oh, there it is. <laughs> There yeah. it is, right there. Screen wipe. <laughs> yeah, the the screen wipes are definitely something that Lucas stole from Kurosawa. Yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea. I thought yeah. it was funny, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the story was great. I enjoyed it very much. So yeah, because um, it, it's it's a story that I talk like what I I enjoy the most, which is it's at the end of the day, it's small stakes like. Mm. Even though you kind of know that it's gonna that the village will probably be fine, mm. um, like if if it's like end of the world stories, it's mm. like well if the world ends, 
that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's pretty big to happen. Mm-hmm. But if if the worst thing that could happen in this movie is this farm village a gets village destroyed will get destroyed or ransacked. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, it was going to get ransacked anyway, you know? Yeah. Like, no matter what they did, it was going to get ransacked. Mm-hmm. But because they decided to stick up for themselves, it didn't. And that was that was basically it. They basically just changed the course of what was going to probably happen to them anyway. Yeah. And then they got a nice little scene of them dancing in the rice fields, you know, where they, got to, where they were planting it. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Like, there was just, like, they had a little dance choreography routine to, like, go with, like, how to plant. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, the entire time I was watching, I was like, man, I'd feel so shit if I fell behind. <laughs> but I was suddenly like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Oh, man. I don't know uh, how much more I, I have to say about the film other than it was really good. It was a bit too long. There were certain scenes and characters that I really didn't care for. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a long freaking movie. It's, it's something yeah. to sit through for sure. Es- especially when. As we've kind of joked about, a bug's life did it in a, the exact same story in a, in a lot less time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, like there didn't need to be three separate battles or four separate battles. You mm. know what I mean? There didn't need to be that many separate battles. But the thing that I do like about the fact that they did do that, it was mm. kind of realistic. You're looking yeah. at real, real war strategy. We're actually looking at how intelligent our main guy was, and we're seeing yeah. all of this. I like their little map, and then he had like the little circles of all the people. I thought that was like just really cool. Yeah, it was cool as hell. I mean, it was awesome watching them be so good at what they do. You know, yeah, at being samurai. Yeah, and the only reason why those other samurais died is because mistakes were made, and sometimes mistakes are made in, in war but had those mistakes yeah. not been made I, I bet you anything like those samurai would have survived none of them died due to a lack of skill they only died because somebody wasn't at their post or you know yeah. uh, a dude snuck in or whatever and shot the guy in the back so it's like you know what I mean yeah so I thought I thought it was really cool to watch him actually go through that and kind of make this very realistic it it felt it felt really pretty realistic you know almost like it it, was based on true story but i have no idea if it is you know i think it's based on a tale but yeah um, yeah, let me see Uh, because if this is a completely original idea that's pretty cool like i'd be pretty impressed It's not really saying. It's just kind of saying that it's a. It's just it's, it's an ap, uh, Japanese drama film, epic drama film. Um, themes, reception, legacy, remarks, awards. Uh, let's see, writing. Okay, no, uh, it's kind of based on real life. It is. Oh. Um, it's just, it says, uh, Akira Kurosawa wanted to direct a film about a single day in one samurai's life. Uh-huh. While he was researching the topic, he discovered a story about a samurai defending farmers. Um, and so it was originally, a, a like, yeah, he just, he, he wrote, um, a story about samurais defending a farm because he heard a story and thought that was really cool. Oh, okay. So it was kind of just like inspired by some yeah. of the stories he's heard of samurai. Yeah. So it essentially is pretty like probably majority of it is probably 
uh, original stuff then. Yeah, it probably is. It's it's probably a completely original story. Just like you like yeah, when that that kind of thing that happens where you have that thought and you have an idea and then you find something that just kind of blossoms it into a full idea. Yeah. Where like in a in a weird way, this is I think good movies and good stories are ones where you're like that just writes itself. Uh huh. And that's, like that's probably if, what happened here. Yeah. If if you told somebody write a movie about um, a village that's about to be attacked by va- bandits, and they need to go recruit some samurai to protect them, uh-huh. it kind of like like it, it. Granted, not to the amount maybe the three and a half hours, but yeah. like it writes itself. It's village finds out they're going to be attacked, sends somebody out to town. They don't have any money, so they have to try and convince some people. They decide that they need a, a, quite a few, so they get a few, go through all the motions of getting all of them, have them come back, have them explain to the town how to defend themselves, and then have the fight happen. Yeah, and then have it's the like, fight it, happen, like, yeah, good times. <laughs> you, you don't have to put, like, even though it's an incredibly difficult task to get to that point where you realize that's the idea and you can run with it, Yeah. Uh, the, the running with it is just so easy at that point. Mm-hmm. But uh, I gotta say, man, the way that he had like all that battle strategy and everything in the film is like, that, yeah, that was impressive. Yeah, it was. Cause that was really cool. I would never have uh, expected that to be as original as it probably is. Yeah. But that, that was. Really it cool. wasn't as cool as you know a fake bird flying around. The a fake bird flying around. <laughs> He's talking about fucking Hobbit. Or not hopper, no, Bugs uh, Life. Oh, 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 yeah. Remember, because Hopper's afraid of birds, so they just have a fake. That's bird right. Yeah, they had a fake bird <laughs> running around. Yeah, they didn't have any. So that is true about it. Um, they didn't have any other information there about the uh, enemy or anything like that, or yeah. they didn't show us anything. So I guess it was just trying to show us the perspective of the, the samurais versus the perspective of both sides. Yeah. Um, well, I think that, but that was also something that. Not to keep comparing it to Bugs Life, <laughs> as if it's like it just completely made the film better. But like, because this is this is still it's a great film. Um, but at least in Bugs Life, I cared about the villagers. Like Princess Anna, she's like she's like pretty much you know her and Flick are like the only real characters in the film, yeah. and like the little girl who hates rocks. But uh, oh yeah, it's a rock. But uh, but yeah, like those three three characters enough for you to go like I care. I want them to live. Mm-hmm. Dude, there's a there's a movie called Battle Beyond the Stars. It's Magnificent Seven in space. So it's this movie in space. <laughs> Essentially, except it's an American science fiction film. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I need to look at more. Alright, what else is this shit? Yeah, the steampunk anime series is the one that I want to watch again. It's called Samurai 7. Uh, and it was really good. <laughs> there it is right there. Some film critics have noted similarities between Pixar's A Bug's Life and Seven Seven. It's like, <laughs> yeah, just noted similarities. Have it's noted. literally the same movie. <laughs> it's the same like, movie. He I goes to the big see... city and collects like a bunch of people who can help. And like instead of one guy being fake, all uh-huh. of them are fake. Yeah. Like I honestly do not see <laughs> like much of a difference. Yeah, it's really not. Yeah. I, it was funny how much, like, I was like, so this is the part in Bugs Life when this happens. Got it. <laughs> so they're saying that plot elements of Seven Samurai are also used in Star Wars anthology film Rogue One. Uh, I mean, that's kind of a stretch. Yeah, no, I don't see that. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't see that at all. Yeah, that's kind of a stretch, but they keep trying to tie Seven Samurai to Star Wars and stuff like that, which I really don't see either. It... I'd say the closest this gets to Star Wars is the first episode of Season 2 in The Mandalorian. Um, I'm trying to remember... Jesus, the... it's the one where he goes to that town. Yeah. Um, and they're like they keep getting attacked by like a giant worm thing. Yeah. Yeah. And like he's like, I'll help you, but I'll give you the armor, but you've got to help us fight this thing. Oh yeah, like the giant worm and all that. Yeah. That is a very stereotypical western type uh, yeah. movie, but I wouldn't say western, yeah. I wouldn't say it's Seven Samurai because it's more it's... like. Okay, then yeah, maybe that episode of season one where like there's a bunch of no that's a that, yeah the episode in season one where it's a bunch of bandits attacking the town so he, him and uh, that girl who just got canceled <laughs> like they teach the village how to fight and there's even like a fighting montage oh that one yeah teaching. yeah the little that's the little tiny village <laughs> yeah yeah i guess that's more that's closer to seven samurai yeah closer to it um but yeah dude this uh i thought it was good very long very long like yeah. you said all right so i really enjoyed it it's just the problem was i thought that it was there's a two and a half hour really good two and a half hour movie in there there is there is uh, if you cut out the stupid love, love stuff because like it yeah. really didn't need the love it was pretty hollow anyway by the end of it it was completely unsatisfied like why would you throw this yeah. story in there this yeah, love it didn't story even go anywhere. and then it make really it go nowhere like and just make us kind of hate the villagers because her dad's a piece of crap by beating her yeah. and shit and even the and samurai like the village, like, i think it's more of like i got angry at the village for doing nothing like he's just in the street beating her yeah and everyone's just like uh ah, we'll just pull him away and then he'll attack her again yeah and then like, even, nobody's like yo yeah. you need to stop <laughs> and then even if their point is like oh yeah the dad's taking his frustration out because these uh, villages are so defenseless and helpless that mm -hmm. you know some sometimes this happens uh, even if that's what their message is with that, it's still pretty pointless because it's not clear and it's not like, yeah. you know, like there's no explanation. There's no nothing telling us that that's what it is. Um, it's just speculation. And um, I, it just definitely didn't need it, like we said. Um, I like the young guy, but even the young guy, his whole character wasn't really needed. Um, he could have easily been replaced with... Uh, the what's his name rikishi mm. like those, uh, yeah probably. yeah yeah they, they could have easily been the same character you know yeah um rikishi could have been the guy relaying the information back and forth to the samurai because and you know he could have been the guy with the love interest like they could have been the same character they could have consolidated that character entirely he didn't need to be there yeah because he didn't end up dying for anything, so he didn't yeah. cause any emotional distress on the main guy. All he did was make the main guy, the main leader, uh, you know, kind of worry for him. But not th even that proved to be pointless. He didn't have to worry for him. Yeah. Because um, he didn't die. He didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. He killed, like, one guy or something like that. And I think it was his first kill, and he was a little shook up about it. But that was it. Yeah. I think the main thing they should have really focused on was... Uh, that the the main kind of the kind of main guy um kikuchio um what who like just kikuchio you know the the main guy who's, oh oh you know, the, not the the fake samurai the fake samurai but he's not the main yeah. guy though no but I, I was saying like i think they should have focused on him being like you know like the di like there's that one scene of it but they could have focused a little bit more on that dynamic of him being like i both like want to escape this farmer life to be a samurai but i realized that like 
this the samurai life isn't actually that great either mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also leads to why my life was so shit as a farmer mm-hmm. like they could have expanded on that more obviously maybe not you know beat it like a dead horse but no you're right i wish but, he uh, had a little bit more character development i wish yeah. his growth wasn't him dying honorably i wish that yeah. was i wish him dying honorably was the cherry on top of his growth exactly you know what i mean i, I felt feel like, like he there were moments have... where yeah oh well, i was gonna say i feel like if they showed him uh by coming back to his roots kind of like he he almost he was almost there they almost mm-hmm. did it where he was almost humbly humbled by coming back to his roots of a farmer um when he mm-hmm. went to go sleep in the uh the farmhouse with the guy i feel like he was he was close to getting that kind of just like humbled and and he was gonna get over his his stupid child anger and like trying to seek glory and instead was gonna really become like a samurai but he never really became like a samurai the only time he did was with the death and it's like i wish he would have met that point of becoming a samurai just before his death yeah yeah i felt like it would have been more satisfying yeah i think you're right um yeah, I think his his growth as a character just it felt like scenes kept happening where you were like, oh, so now he's gonna be a little little bit better, mm-hmm. and like then he kind of just kept being the same person. Yeah, and he just kept being shitty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and even at the end, like his death was because he still overreacted to something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because he just ran in there like hot headed yeah. and got shot instead of being smart and trying to. Yeah outdo them he just ran in there kind of crazy he did essentially what he did when he was stealing the gun yeah yeah pretty much so I mean, even though that was kind of clever like no it was it was kind of funny actually too yeah <laughs> is chatting with the dude for a second and then he realized <laughs> yeah pretty pretty funny but it was it was stupid it was uh dangerous yeah but yeah yeah uh do you have a rating for it I do, I do. I give it like a solid, you know, I give it a solid eight, eight and a half. Mm-hmm. It would be a okay. nine if it was a little bit shorter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, if it was a shorter movie, I'd give it a nine, but I'm, yeah. I'm on an eight as well. Yeah. I wouldn't say a mid eight. I'd say it's it's a low eight, honestly. Oh, you're saying it's a low I eight. Think, I think the, the length and the of pointless the characters and the pointless characters, the yeah. lack of real development in, few, in a few people. Yeah, yeah bring it down but at the same time it's shot so great it really is um so many of the main characters that of the main seven mm. are just so likable they are um yeah which which really holds the movie together yeah um like these guys are good and there actors. are things in there that are that are good yeah they're they're good actors yeah. yeah except for that one guy who's just his role was his direction was keep your mouth open <laughs> yeah yeah because even the dad who has beaten his daughter didn't get any character development either yeah. Yeah, he didn't learn. No, he didn't. He's probably he didn't gonna better. beat her again. <laughs> yeah. Every time he looks at her, you're impure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're damaged um, goods. You know. And maybe I got a little tired of watching people step in mud. <laughs> like it looked like at that point. At at some point, I was like, oh, they're they're deliberately doing it. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> Everybody's got trench foot now. Um, yeah, dude. So. If I were to make a suggestion to anybody watching this, like literally watch it over the course of two days. Don't sit through one sitting. <laughs> like, because like, how did that? I was affect fine you? with it with one sitting. Yeah, I don't really mind it? that long. Because I watched films. it over the course of two days, so 
we kind of had slightly different experiences with that. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine in one sitting. Oh yeah, you were able to sit yeah. through a whole three and a half hour of it. Yeah, it was three three and a half hours. But you know, some of that was credit. Some of that was intermission. I got I made like I told you beforehand. I made a made a copy in the intermission. Yeah, I think a total um, of like fifteen, maybe even twenty minutes of the movie is is credit and intermission. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a long portion, but so it's more like three it, um, hours. Yeah, it's 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 a long film, but I think there are points where you're like fine with it. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing, like like you said, of like the fact that it's spread over three battles is like the s- first battle happened, and then I was like, oh, we're probably near the end, and I I paused it to use the restroom, and I was like, <laughs> I have forty five minutes left. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they try to make it realistic, you know, <clears throat> yeah. by having multiple battles. Most most wars are fought with multiple battles, not just one. Um, yeah. And that's just how it goes. So. But um, but yeah, I I I think it's fine to watch it all at once. Um, but it's just the main the main problem is that it just gets a little bit bogged down by some pointless characters, pointless plot arcs that go nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hmm. So I'm reading a little bit more now about the behind the scenes in terms of the set okay. design. Um, so they wanted to film this in a in a studio they wanted to set up mm-hmm. everything in the studio because filming it they'd have to build all the houses they'd have to build every like literally build everything uh mm-hmm. as if it was a working little town um but they didn't want to due to cost and uh kurosawa's uh explanation was just like nope has to be as legit as possible so that the actors can be as legit as possible and because he really wanted it to make it like the real thing so like everything we see in there was like mm-hmm. built accordingly like oh the quote that i have here from him about it is the quality of the set influences the quality of the actor's performances for this reason i have the sets made exactly like the real thing it restricts the shooting but encourages that feeling of authenticity yeah and uh he also mentions about the the raining all the time yeah i god when it when it was raining during that final battle i was just thinking man this must have been so difficult to film yeah and like the amount of mud that was going on like there's so much room for error for like people yeah. slipping or falling or the horses falling i was like jesus christ that was like difficult as hell i was just reading a little bit more on this uh movie and uh, apparently this was an extremely expensive film for them to make uh, really? Which I mean, yeah. I mean, you saw how many different sets, how many people they had involved. Like, I thought that I saw the budget was only like a million bucks, um, which I get for the time, maybe yeah, yeah. quite a lot. But so it actually came out to about half a million dollars, which was four times the original uh, cost of how, what it was supposed to be. Yeah. So it, it was very expensive for the studio. In fact, the the studio closed production twice. Wow. And each time Kurosawa just went fishing when it happened, and because he knew they were gonna <laughs> let him finish it, they spent so much money on it, they weren't just gonna yeah. give it up. Uh, but the original scene, yeah. the original final battle scene, was supposed to be shot at the end of summer, but instead was shot in February at near freezing temperatures. Wow. Uh, yeah, and a lot of the, the the actors were saying like, "Yeah, I've never been so cold in my life. It was." freezing and you saw how wet it was like people were not just how wet they were but like there was a lot where i was like man it must be a really hot day in japan because like everyone's wearing like really like really summery clothing yeah no they were freezing (laughs) that sounds terrible sometimes the actors gotta endure man 
Yeah, I know. It's it's yeah, it's yeah. rough. But it's it's really interesting. It was talking about how filming a lot of the fight scenes they made use of the telephoto lenses at the time, which were very difficult to get a hold of during that time. Um, really? Yeah, and it, it allowed them to actually shoot an entire like fight scene without having to do up close shots to see the action. They were able to just get up close and then pull out, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, instead of the standard way that they would film things. Uh, but because of that, it was a lot more expensive and a lot more complicated. Um, but it... I also like how now people using telephoto lenses in a fight scene would be like, people would be like, oh, it's so lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it made things easier, you know, and it showed a lot more. Um, but yeah, so it's just it's really cool. This it also was... just it, it tricks the viewer into thinking that things are it's it's a good way to make things feel more tense quote unquote because you can have people like because it when you zoom in on a telephoto lens it smushes everything yeah yeah so like the characters feel on top of each other yeah Yeah. but at the same time like wide shots man those are my favorite for a fight scene like that fight scene with uh uh the stone face dude because that's the only name i have for him you mean that really cool fight scene where the guy was like it's a it's a draw then and he's like no i won and he's like yeah if we did it with real steel you'd be dead and he's like well let's do it with he's real like fine steel. do it and the worst part of that scene i felt was that they did the exact he like didn't even try to fight him or like do a different method of attacking him yeah yeah and like he didn't even do a different method like i was like i was expecting it to be like he was gonna try and do something different to kill him and he would have to, like, and thinking that he was going to strike him the same way, because he would, like, second he goes down to having the sword at his side, mm-hmm. I thought he was going to be like, okay, he's just going to do the same thing, charge at him to, like, you know, knowing that he would end to deflect it, and he was going to pull something out, like a fast one on him. Um, but instead it was just the same fight with the bamboo stick. Of, of course he would do the same thing, because he thought he was confident that he would win with that exact method and so the perfect defense was the same exact defense as the original fight so it makes sense because the guy was cocky he he was like really like he was literally gonna throw away his life and he didn't think so you know why would someone risk their life like that (laughs) i also like how the uh fucking they don't even show like him talking to him scene he just walks in he's like Dude, I just saw this crazy fight outside, but the guy didn't want to do it, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he just comes back anyway. And I was like, this is how the movie should be doing to cut down the runtime. Yeah. But instead isn't. <laughs> Man. Ugh. Yeah, dude. I liked it. And I look forward to watching whatever we're going to do next, which is... What, what are we going to be watching next, Reese? Man, I thought you were going to talk a little bit more, and I just, I just put some Skittles in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Um. <clears throat> well, let's see. It was. It's not the first <laughs> samurai movie I've ever watched, but I know there was mm-hmm. uh, one that I really like a lot, which is called Thirteen. Thirteen Ronin feels mm-hmm. very, very similar. I look it up real yeah. quick. Ronin. Let's see. I want to go through the Kurosawa kind of main movies. Oh, hold on. No, um, maybe it's not Thirteen Ronin. It's like Thirteen. Thir- is it thir- Thirteen Assassins? That's it. It's called Thirteen Assassins, but it's it's got samurai. <laughs> <laughs> Believe um, me. 
the one that the, the, so yeah Kurosawa I really want to watch Rashomon which I haven't watched yet mm-hmm. um, I really want to see Ran which is like the movie he made I think before he died mm-hmm. um, and it's like there you can look it up online if you type in Ran uh, storyboards mm-hmm. he painted the storyboards painted jesus why yeah because he uh he like let me say there's i think it was because he was really ill and he wanted everybody to understand how he wanted it to look (laughs) um no it's not really saying here but yeah it's crazy yeah Mm -hmm. oh let's let's see what it says it's it's based on king lear apparently Mm -hmm. um which, you know, Shakespeare. Anytime something's based on Shakespeare, it's like, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, oh, there we are. Prior to filming, Kurosawa spent 10 years storyboarding every shot in the film as paintings. Oh my god. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But it was like, it's it's in color, and if you, if you look at stills of the film, like, they're crazy beautiful. Let's see, what's the one that you called? What was it called again? Ran. R-A-N. R-A-N. Ran yeah. 1985? Yeah. Oh, shit. But, um, yeah, next week. Dude, this guy looks week, insane. Week. Yeah, it looks fucking nuts, right? Yeah. Oh, shit. Go back. <laughs> what the um, hell, dude? That looks crazy. Yeah, I, I really want to watch this movie. But, yeah. It's huh. just, I think it's also pretty long. It's... Oh no! It's not, well, 162 minutes. So, so it's like two oh, yeah, and a half it's only hours. a little over two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the movie for next week yes. is the Cheyenne Social Club. <laughs> Cheyenne Social Club, and, and uh, yes. we're gonna be having a guest. Did we talk about that? I don't think we talked yes, about that yet. Yes, we didn't talk about that. Um, but we should be having a guest. Yeah. Do we want to announce it now, or or would you want to just wait till next week and then we'll talk about it? We'll just announce it now. I mean, you know. It doesn't matter, Cheyenne. Unless she, like, fucking cancels on us, and then we'll just have to go back and erase her name from our memory. That's that's true. Uh, So we're going to have our friend Crystal on the podcast to talk about it. Yeah, man. It's going to be cool. We're going to have a new voice. Uh, We're going (laughs) to... I was going to say something terrible, but I probably shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, my main thing that I kind of think is, is a little bit of an inside joke for me, just because... I think this act. I love the actor. Mm. Um, is the two westerns I've chosen both of Henry Fonda? Yeah. <laughs> um, so Henry Fonda played Wyatt Earp in the other one, but this time yeah. he's back. But it's obviously it's thirty years later, so he's like, oh well, yeah, I now. see him right here. He is old as hell. Yeah. Dang, look at those wrinkles. They're probably all soft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what's also funny is it's it's Henry Fonda and Jimmy and James Stewart. Who James Stewart was who the I think the studio wanted mm-hmm. to play Doc Holliday. Yeah, yeah. So now they, here they um, are. But then finally yeah, now they're the actually together. together. Yeah. I think they they've probably done other films together, but is this film? But yeah, it's, it's this is in color, right? Yeah, it's in, it's nineteen seventy, so it's late. Well, I wanted to do what we were talking about before, like yeah. early early uh, westerns, mm-hmm. samurai film that's heavily influenced by early westerns, and then late westerns where it's kind of like the end of the western genre yeah of like how big it was at the time like it's kind of just the end of it 
So is this going to be good or is this going to be bad? Um, I've heard good things about it, but I don't know. I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I never, I never even heard anything about this film. So, The Cheyenne Social Club is this about like a bunch of girls named Cheyenne. No, it's about a high class brothel. <laughs> well, yeah, a bunch of girls named Cheyenne. <laughs> yeah. yeah, apparently my mom thinks this movie's great. She loves it. On so I told Tomatoes. her I was going to recommend it. And oh, she yeah. was like, Oh yeah. Oh my god, another three and a half hour long movie. Is it three and a half hours long? Yes. No, it says 103 minutes. Why does it say three and a half hour long right here? What the uh, hell? I don't fucking know, because what I'm looking at right now says 103 minutes. Okay, then this is... Which isn't even two hours. This <laughs> is all wrong right here, then. For some <laughs> reason... Maybe on, there's like a oh, long Google cut. it. No, Google it. If you Google it, it shows you 1970 Western slash comedy, three hours and 26 minutes. Mine doesn't say that. What the hell? Well, it doesn't even give it time. But let me refresh the page. Yep, still says it. All right, <clears throat> we're gonna go to the IMDb. IMDb. Yep, the IMDb. Um, uh, actually got a pretty low IMDb score. It's, it does. It's, uh, it's six point nine. It does have seven. low scores. Yeah. Um. Oh, well, I I I kind of chose it because Henry Fonda and Jimmy Stewart. Which and it's it's like a late western. Oh yeah. It's got two actors who I really like. Yeah. So. Hour and forty three minutes. Yep. All right. There we go. See. I don't know why the fuck it says on Google, three hours twenty six minutes. You know, like get out of here. <laughs> did it say it in that accent and everything? It did. Crazy. It's got to be you know like, prospector, whatever. Yeah. You know. But uh, yeah, that's that's my cho- my film for next week. We'll probably mention a little bit. Or uh, yeah. Um, but uh. I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll probably be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I couldn't really think of what a, like other uh, a movie uh, like other end of the era kind of films outside of like spaghetti westerns, which I just can't do. Well, can't what about? Do. Uh, let me see. Oh, never mind. That's a okay. Hold on. Now I'm trying to think of some now. Here we are. Yeah, there, there's one that's uh, the original The Quick and the Dead is from 1987. I don't even know what The Quick and the Dead is. Oh, neither, but it's got the guy who's like, <laughs> it's, it's got the guy who's like, it's built for tough, you know that guy? Yeah. Sam Elliott. It's got Sam Elliott in it. Oh, fuck, what's his name? Rich Hall, I think? I'm trying to find, the, there's a guy, yeah, there, that's his name. He There's a guy who made a documentary about Western's uh, and he ah, um, and he goes through like all the all the western films and like toward the end of the like the decline of them. Mm-hmm. I want to see if they'll give me a kind of a movie list because that would be helpful. That's it. Of... So then the 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 death of the western happened in the eighties. What you telling me? Um, let's see. Because that's that's uh... when no 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 seventies yeah. seventies sorry. Well, it was just, it's it's because everyone compares it to now. Everyone compares it to uh, what will happen to uh, superhero movies. Because at, at the end of the day, they are very similar. We we had a big boom of a, of a specific genre that took over and was basically, if a studio wanted to make surefire money, they, you know, put some people who they knew everyone would know 
this sometimes actors, sometimes characters, like, you know, fucking the amount of movies are, that are actually about Wyatt Earp and, and Doc Holliday because they were like such famous real people in yeah. the West. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, it's, it's a bankable thing. People know about it. People can see it. They, they like the idea of the West. Like there's so many Westerns that came out, mm-hmm. but over time people got tired of them yeah. and people were like, it, it just kind of, yeah, dead, dead to the whole idea. Um, but then when that happened, people still were, existed who wanted to make Westerns, but because of that had to make things that challenged the genre. Yeah, well, see, that's I'm kind of surprised that uh, you didn't suggest any Clint Eastwood stuff. Um, so, yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't suggest... First off, because I don't want to do the Dollars trilogy, because I don't have time for three movies. The what? <laughs> the Dollars? Um, yeah. Well, there's a lot of other movies that he... Like, apparently, one of his highest ones that people like a lot is called The Outlaw Josie Wales. That's from 1976. Let's see. Clint Eastward Westerns. Um, it's like one of his more popular ones. And uh, he's also got one called Two Mules for Sister Sarah. <laughs> yeah. The the Dollars trilogy is Fistful of Dollars uh, for a few dollars more in The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. Oh, The Good, The Bad. See, that's the one I was thinking about. The Good, The Bad, The yeah. Ugly. That's, that's the one I think that the I good, know. The bad, the, is, I think that was first. I don't remember which one's that one. It'll say on Wikipedia. Um, anyway. Yeah, but I can't... I, I can't. So I don't really like spaghetti westerns for one very specific thing, uh-huh. and that's because um, I, I don't like that they let people just speak in their own native language and then dub them over in English. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really annoying to me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I got the titles. I got the, the in, in, in the right order. The Dollars trilogy is Fistful of Dollars, Few Dollars More, and Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Uh-huh. But the thing is, I think most people have only heard and, and watched The Good, Bad, and the Ugly. They don't even watch the other two. <laughs> yeah, I've only heard of The Good, The Bad, the Ugly. I didn't even hear about the other ones. Uh, yeah. Well. Wow, this one is two hours and 15 minutes long. That's a long... long which movie. one? Uh, the, the Outlaw Josie Wales. Oh. <laughs> it's got a 7.8 in uh, IMDb. <laughs> I'm just enjoying the, the Italian version of The Good, The Bad, and the Ugly. It's El Buono, Il Brutto, Il Calvito. What? <laughs> or cati- Cattivo? Cattivo is the ugly. You said that's Italian? Il Cattivo, yeah. Dang, man. Yeah. Il Buono, Il Brutto, Il Cattivo. Are you sure you're not Italian? I might be Italian. Dude, <laughs> one of these days, I actually wouldn't mind being having Italian. a whole pod... Oh. No, yeah, one of these days, I wouldn't mind being Italian. Um... <laughs> One of these days, I actually wouldn't mind having us talk about um, *Inglorious Bastards*. Dude, yeah, we'd have to watch it because I, I could probably talk about it for like uh, a solid two hours easily. Yeah, no, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. It's a good movie. I haven't watched it in a while. It's just so. It's just so good. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is. It is. Uh, we yeah. can do the rebirth of the western and just throw in a Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> well, that, that's up to you because that's the thing is mine will be the 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 nineteen seventies western. If you wanted to do something that continues on that theme, or Modern whether or not western. you want to move on to something else, that's up to you. Because um, like I, I I've even I think I've said to people mm-hmm. who've asked me about the podcast, yeah. like, oh, do you do like do you do themes? And I was like, well, we tried Christmas and we tried horror. 
Um, but like we've accidentally stumbled on a theme for the past few weeks. <laughs> yeah, I mean we um, kind of do themes. Yeah, we 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 play off of each other's recommendations. If you it, think I about think. it, motherfucking uh, Streets of Fire. No, what the fuck was that movie that we watched? Which one? That movie that we watched and uh, we had a uh, what's his name on as a guest? Tony. Tony, yeah. What's his name? You're, you're, that's how you're gonna refer to our only listener. <laughs> Listen, man, you meet him, you see him a lot more often than I do. You talk to him more often yeah. than I do. So, <laughs> I, yeah. I did just have like a three-hour Zoom call with him and like uh, my, my other friend yeah. last night. <laughs> so, so, so what? What is the name of that movie again? It was Streets of Fire. Right? Uh, it was Streets of Fire. You're right. Yeah. yeah. That movie's basically a western. Yeah, it's kind of a western. <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. Not even kinda. Think about it. What did you suggest after that, though? I don't know. Fucking. Let's take a look. Something stupid. Yeah. Also, we didn't even say that this is, uh, you know, episodes twenty-one. Oh yeah, this is episode twenty-one. <laughs> we just skipped over that because I don't know how to say we're on episode twenty-one. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna save that for something to watch right. Now in a minute, that was. The but yeah, I don't, I don't sense. remember what the fuck I suggested after Streets of Fire. Yeah, I don't remember either. Um, I just, Let's see. I just uh, oh, Isla. No, no, no. It was Streets of Fire, Inherent Vice, and Isla Dogs, and then we started doing My Dog and Clementine. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, Isla Dogs made me think about Japanese movies, and that made me think that about was Western yeah. movies. Because I was gonna suggest uh, a French New Wave film. Yeah, and then you were like. Oh, uh, Japanese films and samurai films. And I was like, well, if you're going to do a samurai film next week, I'll do a Western that inspired that. And then that ended up then me being like, well, I'll do an end of the Western film, like yeah. uh, Cheyenne, Show for, Cheyenne Social Club. Yeah, so then, I mean, yeah, we, we, definitely do, we definitely do genres, but let's, uh, let's get yeah. at it. We can always hit up Quentin Tarantino later. Um, yeah, no, I don't want to do that until... That'll be easy. There's still so many films that I... I I want to show you. Yeah, yeah, that'll and be, be like, hey, we should watch this. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino would be pretty easy. So let's like let's yeah. do some new shit. Uh, plus, everyone and their mother does Quentin Tarantino. Not yeah. everyone has well, seen Seven Samurai. Not everyone yeah, has seen uh, the fucking My Darling Clementine. My Darling Clementine. You know? yeah. So it's like I like doing these other ones. Um, but uh, but yeah. Then my next suggestion will definitely be a uh, French New Wave film. Why not? <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right. I just want to. I want to like throw some French New Wave. Like, I, like I was like, all right. We he he thought that was all right, mm-hmm. um, but it was one that I hadn't seen before. Yeah. And it, maybe I wouldn't choose one that I've seen before, but I would definitely vet it a little bit more to be like, is it something that I think we'd all enjoy? Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to suggest a movie that can ease us into that shit. Because I mean, it's gonna be pretty <laughs> abrupt going from like probably whatever the fuck. Uh, the cheyenne social club is to french new wave you know yeah we're gonna need some well, I mean, we, of a, a have, you, have, you, have you seen bone tomahawk no what the fuck is okay. that? i don't watch western it's then. it's a it's a like a fairly i don't even know if it's really a western right. um boner tomahawk. but it's got uh the reason i i actually talked to tony about it here it is 2015 um it's it's Bone made tomahawk. by the director who made uh, brawl in cell block 99 Craig Zeller, which is yeah, he that movie is one of the most brutal fucking things I've ever seen in my entire life. Is it? And then I was, Tony was like, yeah, like literally, there's a scene where somebody's face gets dragged across the floor, and he watches his skin gets peeled off as he's getting dragged across. Is it that like, brutal though? <laughs> Brawl in Cell Block ninety nine? No, no, Bone Tomahawk. 
Oh, I don't know. Like, I, well, that's the thing. I haven't seen it. But oh, I asked okay. Tony, and he said it's it's the same kind of brutality that's in Brawl and Cell Block 99. Oh, okay. So, because the director likes uh, Grindhouse gore films. They like, yeah, they like uh, brutal shit. Yeah, so, um, I wouldn't mind doing that as a, a late Western film. I don't know. Because I haven't seen it. Yeah. But I also really like gore. <laughs> you know what really gets me? uh yeah. gore that happens just like unexpectedly that's the kind of gore that really fucks me up like um yeah for example uh you've seen um oh what the fuck is that movie uh antichrist right i actually have you haven't seen, seen antichrist no. dude that movie's the only messed up von Trier, the only von Trier film i've ever seen is uh fucking nymphomaniac one and two. Oh, really which is i know it's like the worst those aren't even good his, yeah those are terrible his, you know trilogy of sad movies <laughs> dude you haven't seen <laughs> you haven't seen antichrist my god no. that movie is fucked man jesus i know i know the what happens in the beginning of the film uh no that's not what's fucked up about it though uh, I'm sure there's more. Like, a movie doesn't start off with that and then go, and now the rest is fine. <laughs> yes, they do. Fucking, what's it called? Kind of felt like that to me. Um, uh, Midsummer. Um, it started off with something really fucked up, and then that, yeah, to me, made kind of the rest of the movie yeah. kind of blah. So I really well, the rest of the film was, like, it's... It, so it's hard, because I don't really like midsummer me neither see that's what i'm saying like the but, beginning was like whoa that's fucked and this is really sad yeah. and then yeah. the rest of the movie just didn't meet up to that same foot we stepped on in the beginning but at the same time i it's hard for me to knock a film that's actually intentionally trying to make us almost feel the numbness and lack of like kind of uh you know excitement that you feel when you're grieving because that's what i caught from the film is yeah. it's tr- it, it it did that but then made the rest of the movie not boring but it made it like the way that it, it structured it the way that it did because we're supposed to empathize with her so much to the point where like everything just feels kind of blah until these big emotional crescendos like and that's grief and how people are with depression and like it's 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 a movie that though i didn't care for um i have other problems with it yeah like, i think it's a bit tonally off and stuff like that yeah like that's what i'm saying but, like, i get what it's trying to go yeah. for but do i feel like it was really effective in it not really i feel like there could have been other ways to to get that same type of message across a bit yeah. better um yeah yeah but anyway i'm no filmmaker or anything like that so <laughs> uh speaking of brutal though that dude's face getting smashed in with a hammer in that movie was pretty fucking brutal do you remember that in what in in uh midsummer dude's face yeah i remember he jumped off the cliff and broke his legs and then they had to smash his face in with a big oh hammer. yeah yeah that was that yeah. was pretty fucking brutal <laughs> i was like Saw that movie wow. with Tony. <laughs> like, damn that is pretty damn brutal um and that kind of random brutality is the kind of shit I'm talking about. Like that kind of gets yeah. me sometimes because it's just like Jesus, it's so sudden and so like overly hyper gore, you know? Like Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, the uh, what's it called has a has a scene 
that is just like shit. And of course, of course, Antichrist has Willem Dafoe, so it's mm-hmm. good because of that. <laughs> it's just by default. But yeah, dude, this was fucking crazy. You got you got to watch Antichrist because that that's the only one that I like of of uh, his films that I've watched. What other ones does he have? Like I'm trying to remember now. Besides uh, the fucking the horror movie, I, what's it called again? Just very. Uh, I I don't know. What you're, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you do. You mentioned his other film. His other. The film. one that you've watched. Oh, it's Brawl in Cell Block Ninety Nine. Sorry. No, yeah. no. I was talking what? about Antichrist. Oh, Antichrist. Oh, Nymphomaniac. Nymphomaniac. Yeah, so. There we go. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Lars von Trier. So I was on the wrong wrong act, or wrong director. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I've also need to watch Melancholia, because again, that's essentially his trilogy of sad is what. Melancholia. Uh, I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um but uh just kind of going on a tangent about horror movies uh-huh. uh quickly i i recently watched uh baby cronenberg's second film oh. called possessor which was i thought really fucking good huh well i'd be down oh dude yeah. i forgot he did this one the house that jack built i wanted to watch that yeah i heard mixed things about that one i did too um but, like, some people thought it was great, some people thought it was kind of trash. But see, that's the so. thing, I hear mixed things about all this guy's work. I hear mixed things about all his work, um, except for Nymphomaniac, which just everyone's told me was just kind of shit. Yeah, it's not, it's not great. Um, and then, uh, for some reason, it was on Netflix, so I watched it even though I was told it was shit. Yeah, yeah, I watched it too. Dude, no, he did it. He did too many cooks. <laughs> What? He, what? I need to look this up. No, he didn't. I no, he's in too many cooks. He's, as like a, he's not in it, but he's he's mentioned as a joke. Oh no way! Okay. Yeah. I was gonna be half about to say what? No, he didn't. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's there's uh like a shot if I can remember it correctly. There's a shot of like an a cherry pie. And it's like because you you know when you've you've seen too many cooks yeah 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 there's a shot of the cherry pie and it and it says like the actor's name it says Lars von Trier oh <laughs> okay I was about to say what the fuck why is he in too many cooks it makes no yeah. sense that's unless he actually like unless he actually had anything to do with the movie <laughs> he did uh, or with it with he I doubt that he did he did a uh, he did a uh, a short video called Bjork featuring Tom York I've seen it yeah. all. Oh, wow. Well, that isn't that like that. That's the main thing about um, too many cooks is that, or not too many cooks about a uh, Lars von Trier and is as Bjork was like, yeah, I did one movie and I was sexually harassed so much that I didn't go. You can guess which movie that was. <laughs> His? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he was like horrific to her. Oh, I don't no. remember the whole details of it, but basically, she was like, he's the reason I didn't do any more movies. To Bjork. Yeah. Oh no, that's fucking terrible. Yeah. That poor girl. A lot of shits happened to her. Like that psychopath yeah. who fucking killed himself and tried to kill her. Sepala, go get out of here. Yeah. Go. <laughs> talking to me? No, I'm talking to the stupid ass <laughs> dog. Anyway, it was like coming under my desk. <laughs> I like. I was looking it up to find out like anything about large venture, and it literally said. So many questions have prompted from this video, like, why did the killer look like Slavoj Žižek? <laughs> <laughs> and why is Lars von Trier credited with, credited with playing a pie? <laughs> <laughs> For too many cooks. 
Yeah. There, there's a <laughs> lot. Has of... David Lynch seen this? <laughs> like, <laughs> but too many cooks, I think, was just trying to be. You know, I mean, it's funny. It's like not supposed yeah, to be something you you read into or anything like that. No, it's. A... I fucking adore showing people that video. Too many cooks. <laughs> yeah. This is endless. Because the first part is the the enjoyment of showing it to them and about five minutes it's always around the part where they get to the animated segment that Mm. they just look at me and they're like how much longer is there (laughs) um which the answer is about like five minutes from that point yeah it's like a solid (laughs) Uh, intro yeah um and then my my favorite thing is i show it to people who i work with so like constantly all i have to do if i get to work is just go too many cooks and just (laughs) that's their day that's the rest of their day. Too it's just many that. cooks. So, hey, whoa, don't get us a copyright strike. Oh, Wally. Yeah, you like too many <laughs> cooks, don't you, buddy? Yeah. Fucking. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember when I showed my wife that for the first time, I was like, you haven't seen too many cooks? And I mean, she hasn't seen Tim and Eric Awesome Show. Great to- uh, job either. And Dude, there's so many people here who've never seen Tim and Eric, never seen Eric Andre. Eric Andre. Never seen... Alternative comedy is such a interesting genre of comedy it really is it's so it weird really i love it oh man i i uh eric andre's show came like the new season came out i still haven't seen it though yeah i haven't watched i haven't watched eric andre in a very long time so. yeah what do you like do you like the man on the street type skits that he does where he just like no i like i like him torturing random fucking celebrities I just don't get how he can. Oh, like in his in his. Uh, yeah. Little, I think like, my favorite one is the one where he has the coffee cup that like is just spewing, like actually boiling hot coffee. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, ah, oh, sh- it's ah, ha- oh, this happens all the time. <laughs> Dude, uh, yeah, I've heard, I've heard some like some of the stories that they, the interviewers, or the interviewees of the stars or whatever, yeah. just like some of the reactions are just like they could not believe and. Like what, what? He didn't shower for an entire season, right? Specifically, oh, yeah, no, he didn't. So he didn't shower for an entire season just to, so that he can be as disgusting as possible when giving mm-hmm. uh, these interviews with the fucking uh, with the actors and famous people, and uh, yeah. it was so that they'd be discomfort, like just m- maximum discomfort, even just yeah. by being around him. The smell that he was putting off, I heard, was pretty bad. Like, he didn't change his suit or anything. There's an interview with him where he talks about, like, the length of time that some... Like, some interviews, he's like, it's 45 minutes and that's it. He's like... Because it really depends on how poorly they react to everything. Mm Because, like, some people, he'll do things. He's like, he's like... It never makes it into the show because it's not the funny parts. Mm -hmm. But he'll do things and they just don't react at all. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, oh, okay. Like... (laughs) And he has to just like he's like so so some of them are like forty five minutes of him like doing shit and then they react and and that's a good episode mm-hmm. but to get the same amount of content sometimes he's like it's like a three hour interview four hour video or interview where he's just like trying to do shit to them and like get something that's worth putting into an episode. My God, Jesus! You would think his methods would be a little bit more effective. <laughs> I mean, it depends on the person, like because especially at this point, like people go in knowing what they're gonna expect because sometimes i like saying well at first they didn't because he was yeah that's the thing is at first they didn't but now now they now it's like people know what's gonna happen yeah they know who he is which is so weird you ever watch what is he on he's on that show the new girl Mm -hmm. you ever watch i've not seen that now you ever okay well 
it's so weird watching him go from like an actual acting role because uh, he outside of that in experimental shit he does regular acting and yeah. so it's so weird watching him go from like some regular i think he was a barista in that show <laughs> some regular like barista he's just like a normal guy he's not trying to be weird he's just trying to do his job and act this character and he's not trying to do crazy shit watching him go from that to then like eric andre it's just like this man is insane who is this man <laughs> how could he do this how could he just go from his insane eric andre show to like yeah i'm just a coffee barista working at this place in this show it's just really really weird the the separation yeah. i i don't i i don't know it's weird that is weird i've not seen him act i think normally never no. <laughs> no, watch watch that show watch just like an episode yeah. of that show with him in it like just choose any episode that's got him in it and he's just okay. a normal guy he's just normal nothing weird about him and it's so it's off-putting to be honest because every any second now i'm waiting for him to like throw coffee on someone or <laughs> like start making out with a cop or some shit like yeah. did you see that <laughs> no i've not seen that you haven't seen him make out with a cop no i've not seen him make out it's with a cop. so funny <laughs> So he, it's it's obviously a skit, right? Well, he runs mm-hmm. into a, an all-you-can-eat buffet. This cop chases in after him, and he starts arresting him. And like after, right after he put the handcuffs on him, and he's got him behind his back, they turn around, they look look at each other longingly for like two seconds, and then yeah. they just start making out in front of everyone in the restaurant. <laughs> it's like Jesus, this man's dedicated to his fucking craft. Yeah, he doesn't give a no. shit. It is so <laughs> weird, dude. It's so funny. Also, uh, I apologize. You have to but go. I need to. I had to use the restroom again. All right, man. No, not go, go. But uh, yeah, yeah, you have to use. Um, yeah, I'll use the restroom when I come back. I don't know if you want to wrap up because we're about an hour and forty in. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, we'll then yeah, discuss we wrap up. stuff after. Mm-hmm. So, two seconds when you use the restroom. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello. Oh, at least that time it was just peeing. That's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> nothing uncomfortable. No. And uh, Although it's getting to the point where I'm like, is there anything left? In well, Reese, right if you weren't such a naughty boy and you didn't have so much pure concentrated evil in you, maybe uh, maybe you wouldn't be having this issue. 
That's true. <laughs> Hossepola. Yeah, he's a good boy. Anyway, so, next week, I guess we are going to be watching... Oh, hold on. Oh, damn it, this is yeah. an OBS, so i got to open up Facebook, and i got to send it to you in a message. <laughs> what, why, can't, I'll just, why can't I just send it to you on the chat on Discord? Oh, I guess we could. have been in the whole time. Uh, I guess we could. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I'll just I'll text it to you in that. But yeah, so next week... Um, yeah, next week we're watching... My dark no fuck that's the last week. <laughs> My darling, <Clementine>. uh, <laughs> we're watching it again. Uh, no, next week the we're watching Cheyenne. the Cheyenne Social Club. Cheyenne, I don't even. That's not even how you spell Cheyenne. Is it how you spell Cheyenne? Reese, you're native. How do you spell Cheyenne? How dare there you? you. <laughs> what do you mean? How dare me? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not a part of their affiliation, but uh, you know. There you go. Cool. Thanks. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a cool badge, so you know, it just doesn't count. I know. You got a, you got a patch, though, don't you? I do. <laughs> I, I got a patchy. Hey! There we go. Ha-ha! <laughs> that's funny. But, anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's our episode about Seven Samurai. So, um, somehow it wasn't one of the episodes that's three hours long. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, we would need a third person in here who's insane about japanese culture slash samurai shit to make this episode my roommate's cool. fucking really into japanese culture oh yeah does he watch a lot of anime yeah. uh, he watches some anime but he just likes uh the language and shit like that oh does he like it's it's not so much of like a weeboo thing or anything like oh that. he's not a, just... he's not a weeb no yeah well i mean like maybe maybe secretly so and maybe he's just not not told me because he thinks i'll judge him he doesn't yeah. have a body pillow then huh no, he doesn't have a fucking weird anime body pillow. But, uh... <laughs> can you... I, I, I can what? I ask you this? Yeah, I yeah, just what's don't up? get it. What's up? What don't you get? I don't. I do you find any people from anime attractive? Um, like it. It's kind of an interesting question, because like, and if it's too personal, if you're asking me, no, 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 it's not personal. <laughs> if you're asking me, do I get a boner from watching hentai? Mm-hmm. The question, the the answer to that really is like sometimes, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> so yeah, like I really don't know. I mean, cause like yeah, I can find animated characters like attractive, like Lola Bunny, she's fucking mm-hmm. attractive. She's hot. But like, do I get an erection from looking at Lola Bunny? No, I don't. You know, other people they're like, oh yeah, you think you know? fucking Bugs Bunny, <laughs> Lola Bunny? <laughs> Are you a furry? <laughs> no, I'm not a furry. It's just that there's, uh, when coming to what is American mainstream cartoons, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you have things like, the, the, a lot of them are anthropomorphic. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. there's not really a lot of hot, non-anthropomorphic characters in yeah. animation, at least American animation, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, just, I just find it strange, because I just... I think I maybe discussed it a bit when we did uh, Perfect Blue, yeah. but I do struggle sometimes with identifying and empathizing with animation because I don't see it as people. Yeah. And like yeah. literally, if if like you said, if the question is if I was watching hentai, would I get a boner? The answer for me is no. Yeah. Like I just won't. I, it's it's not real so in my head yeah. so i just nothing seems attractive or or arousing to me but i also have that problem with and why i don't watch a lot of cartoons or anime mm-hmm. is i have a lot of trouble like 
feeling like I should give a shit. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. like, well, it's a drawing. Well, that makes sense. See, that makes sense why you wouldn't then, because you don't yeah. see them as people. You you can't imagine them as as because really it really has to do with your imagination, I think. Yeah. Because like some people see it, and some people literally obsess over anime characters, like they are yeah. real people and they idolize them. And I yeah. think that's a bit extreme. I don't feel that way at all. Um, I like watching anime because I really like a lot of the stories. Like if if the show isn't I really like a lot of serious type animes and I do like action cuz I like watching mm-hmm. what they can do in terms of like action animes and all that. Yeah. But um that that's about the extent of it. I don't like I don't watch those other animes that are like uh what, what are they, the the fantasy style animes. And what I mean by fantasy yeah. is like a fantasy scenario such as uh what do they call them? They call them harem animes where it's a uh, <laughs> one dude Onichan and like six girls, you know what I mean? And they're yeah. for some reason all after him, even though he doesn't give a shit about them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do like, like the Japanese language. I think it's a really nice language. I think it's very cool. Yeah, I really do yeah. like... Like, if I were to choose... Uh, would you want to watch, uh, you know, a, a subbed Chinese movie or a sub Japanese movie? I'd much rather listen to a sub Japanese movie. Um, I, th- I think I'd, I'd find... I, I find aspects of both languages good like attractive to me and interesting to me i just like how japanese sounds better because i've listened to like have you ever watched uh, i think crouching tiger hidden dragon yeah you ever watched that yeah movie? yeah i watched that that's recently. that's all china wait hold on is that an american production do they speak english no 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 that, that that's a chinese they speak production. chinese yeah right okay that's what yeah. i thought i didn't want to be terrible what's funny is is chow young fat apparently because he spoke Man, I'm probably flipping this around, but he spoke Mandarin yeah. and had to learn Cantonese to play the role. I wonder if it was difficult. Um, <laughs> but and like he, it, like even though it was universally praised yeah. outside of Japan, in Japan, he was ridiculed for his accent being really bad. But like everyone else wouldn't fucking know. <laughs> wait, 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 I'm sorry, Japan or China? No, no, sorry, I'm talking about China. Oh, China. okay. In in China, his he was like a lot of people commented on the fact that his accent was really bad learning yeah. the other dialect of, of Chinese. Yeah, yeah. Um and like not saying it properly, even though he but it was like it's like they said a lot of reviews I saw were like it was the equivalent of like um Malkin an American <laughs> uh, no like an American doing a really bad British accent. It's like they, oh, they know bad. what it's supposed to sound like yeah. and they're just like trying. That's pretty bad, yeah. But they just don't really understand how it works. Yeah. Like to a to a really good degree. Uh-huh. That was like they said that it was the most comparable comparable thing you think. But the, the funny thing is obviously it's a huge international film. Yeah. And internationally nobody fucking noticed. <laughs> I was gonna say my favorite Chinese and I think he's Chinese. Let me make sure I'm correct mm-hmm. at this. My some of my favorite Chinese movies it, besides uh Jackie Chan is Chinese, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I love that. my Jackie Chan movies. So like uh, Legend of the Drunken Fist, all that's in Chinese. Yeah. I fucking love that movie. Um, and then are you talking about Drunken Master? Uh, isn't it called Legend of the Drunken Fist? I I recently watched it. I'm pretty sure it's just called Drunken uh, Master. Um, let's see. The Drunken. It's called Legend of the Drunken Master. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah, it's just called Drunken Master. Right here. Drunken Master and Drunken Master 2. <laughs> Drunken Master? What am I thinking about then? Because I thought it was Legend of the Drunken Fist. Is that a different movie? 
I guess Legend of the Drunken Fist is Drunken Master 2, which I've never watched. I've never watched uh, oh, yeah. Drunken Master 2. Interesting. Um... Well, I'm, I'm like falling down a weird rabbit hole. <laughs> it was like, not to be confused with Dance of the Drunken Mantis. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Anyways, I love me some Jackie Chan, yeah. dude. I can go on yeah. a fucking... <clears throat> we gotta do Kung Fu movies soon. Maybe. <laughs> Give me a fun. bit of time. I've recently watched Drunken Master. My my main problem with Drunken Master was I couldn't find a version that was in Chinese. Uh-huh. And uh, like I said about like the uh, like uh, the spaghetti western films, like yeah. I just don't do well with dub. Like I like my brain starts getting frustrated because I'm looking at people's lips to see if it matches what they and like there was an extent of that with like. Uh, this movie with uh, with Seven Samurai of like people it's not that they weren't speaking their own language but like they were being it was it, a lot of it was overdub and that's probably because of the fact that they're yeah oh yeah 100% oh well, it was really like really really bad at some points uh, where people were like shouting and their lips are like barely moving oh I didn't see it too bad actually uh, yeah. for some reason maybe I was too busy reading <laughs> yeah, I not to to make a weird flex, but I'm really good at subtitles. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not super great at subtitles. Okay. Uh, even though I watch a lot of anime subbed, um, mm-hmm. I'm still not that great at it. Uh, I I'm really good at staring at the middle of the screen and using my peripherals to read the subtitles. Reese, why the fuck are you flexing so hard on me right now, man? I'm flexing so fucking hard. You're gonna, but you're no, about like, to like... tear out that shirt, dude. <laughs> chill, <laughs> fucking chill. Hey, I'm not gonna chill. This, this is a nice. Little turtleneck I got on right now. You got a turtleneck on? Is it cold out there? <laughs> uh, it's actually it was a little colder. It's been really rainy and cold this week. Oh yeah, uh, and and really bad wind. It's like fifty mile an hour wind. Well, big money Biden is about to give me my next stimmy here in a little bit, so I'm pretty yeah hyped about that. I shit. wish I was was getting stimmies. But... <laughs> my parents still get them. That's life. No, <laughs> wait. I'm sorry. I, what? My parents still get them. They get them. Yeah, because their retirement's from here, right? Because they're retired, because they still technically get social security. Wow, that's fucking cool. So because they get social security, they automatically get the stimmy. So they about to get that stimmy too. That's yeah. fucking sick. I'm like, I'm like wanting to just message and be like, yo, since you're getting two of them, <laughs> like <laughs> they should claim maybe, you. Maybe maybe you know, send me seven hundred. Well, half well of you know, <laughs> you know, if they claim you, they get a they get a third one. They get a they get a total fourteen hundred for each child. Yeah. Yeah. So. They'd have, uh, who knows yeah I'll, I'll have to see about that but yeah yeah they'd have to I, I can't really do it because essentially um weird weird things involving the fact that i have dual nationality so i kind of have to so technically the united states doesn't allow you to have two nationalities yeah yeah it's like technically they're not you're not allowed to you're allowed to if you um you're allowed to do it and like one of the basic kind of laws that it, it like that, that the precedents that's that have been in courts mm-hmm. is you're allowed it as long as you don't use it to kind of gain from two systems yeah yeah like hey so you're on essentially yeah you're on uh social security from both countries yeah that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so if i was like claiming unemployment from the u.s while i was here like and then claiming unemployment here as well like that would be where they'd be like okay let's not like you have to choose which one you want to be um but so since i'm here i essentially just have to operate as a u.s citizen as a u.s or which is also why or sorry as a british citizen um which is also why i wasn't allowed to vote in the election 
Yeah, that makes which sense. Which I think I mentioned. I think I mentioned as well. Yeah. Which is basically, I was like, I want to vote, and they were like, "What's like?" Basically, the the answer from the U.S. government was, "You are not living in the U.K." as a u.s citizen yeah you are living in the uk as a UK, uk citizen which makes sense therefore you have no right to say what to vote in our election i guess yeah like a normal uk citizen wouldn't and i was like yeah that's fair yeah. as opposed to my mom who's here on like a visa yeah so my mom was able to vote because my mom is technically an american citizen living, living in, in the, the UK. uk yeah yeah now here, I have a question for you, because I haven't been paying attention to this shit, and maybe you have, yeah. but I, I kind of doubt it, because I don't think you give a shit. Uh, the Royals. Oh, don't. <laughs> don't get me started. Don't get me started. Come on, we have five minutes. Let's just blast through <sighs> it in five minutes. <laughs> what? So what the fuck happened? They're just racist? <laughs> well, first off, like... Because I've seen a like... quote. I've seen a quote going around. Something yeah. like, uh, the baby doesn't meet the standards, or something. Yeah, shit. there was... There, so there was the the actual racist quote that came out yeah. that uh, where Megan said somebody in the royal family was like, "Well, how dark is the skin gonna be?" Oh my god, <laughs> that's such a shitty thing. To and say. then fucking uh, some uh, you're making me talk about shit. I just don't want to talk. <laughs> I know. I like know. it's just it's just oh, I hate these people. I know you do. That's so why I said it. I don't think you'd care, but I'm curious. Yeah. But uh, but unfortunately, I've heard so much about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, like and so this this TV presenter. That. This, like, quote-unquote news person mm-hmm. um, said, like, tried to defend it and say that's a legitimate question to ask <laughs> and that it's not racist. Oh, my God. You fucking... And I was like, it, I think it's pretty much the the pinnacle of racism to say, well, what's the baby's skin color going to be? Yeah. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> um, that's kind of top-tier racism right there. Yeah. And I, but then also I said, like, it shouldn't be surprising that the royals are racist. No, it's They're not, so yeah. racist, they hate anyone who isn't royal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that, it's not even like they don't like people of other skin colors. If you are not a royal person, that's why they didn't like Meghan. That's why they, you know, like, uh, fucking uh, William's wife is, like, the only exception to the whole rule of, like, a random person who married in the royal family. Yeah. But that's because she kind of fit this perfect... And a little bit of it is that she's white, but like mm-hmm. she, but even Diana was like kind of a high upper class person mm-hmm. who married in and stirred the pot. Yeah, even like, still, they she don't, stirred the pot. Yeah. yeah, like it's 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 a whole history of family that used to inbreed. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's how much they're racist. They don't like people who aren't them. Like that's yeah. it, they're they're uh, a pinnacle of of capitalism in a sense of um or classism i mean sorry uh of of classism yeah yeah uh, if you are below me then you are nothing Mm -hmm, mm, yeah and that's that's their kind of opinion of of, that's my opinion of of how they kind of view everything but i think i don't know i was a little shocked with the interview well mostly because it was all about like megan being like i was sad but i really i always kind of said to the to this and now it's kind of gone because they've had this big interview and they still didn't say anything Mm -hmm. which i think was a big miss I haven't actually seen the whole Oprah interview because yeah. I don't really want to. Yeah. Um, but I I always said that I, I assumed that the reason Harry and Meghan left is because the royal family kind of swept the Prince Andrew thing under the rug. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, we're not even going to just deal with the fact that one of our family members is a pedophile. Yeah. Yeah, the whole, yeah. Of course not, man. 
character. But it's fine. He wasn't. A, he's not a pedophile. He was at Pizza Express that day. <laughs> Those fucking yeah. I mean, did you ever see that interview? Because it's it's. I never watched it, but I knew painful. about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's he. They're like, where were you on this day? I was at Pizza Express. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you know? Oh, it was just. It, I thought it was. I don't go to Pizza Express normally, so I thought it was odd that I was in Pizza Express. That's what I <laughs> that is so fucking stupid. Yeah, and funny. that was his. That was his quote unquote alibi as to why he was not an Epstein Epstein's island. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous, um, dude. Yeah, the the whole fucking I, I never understood why they idolized the royals so much. Anyways, you know what I mean? Do people still actually yeah. fucking idolize the royals, or are they like? Oh yeah, eat the there's rich? still people who like. I mean, yeah, there's still people who are siding with the royals and all this. Like, I don't think that you, like, to side with them, with Harry and Meghan is better. Because I think you're still siding with millionaire people who are so detached from real world life. And they've been detached for, like, centuries. (laughs) Yeah, they've been detached for centuries. Like, it's, yeah. Um, That's the thing, is, like, even, even the racist comments, it's like, how much do you think the Queen has a grasp of everyday modern life yeah probably like actually think about that Mm -hmm. probably none probably none so like for somebody like her to just be like to say something like that i mean when she was queen Mm. she was basically there at the end of the british empire yeah uh i mean like her father had to deal with most of the like actual collapse of the of the of the of the british empire Mm. but like she was there when the when the British Empire really did fall. And we're even getting to the point where Commonwealth countries mm. are saying they want to take the Queen off their currency. Like Australia and Canada, I think. Yeah. Do so, but... yeah. And it's like, she, she when she started being Queen, Britain was at the end of this, you know, of the sun never setting on the, on the British Empire. Mm-hmm. And now we're essentially getting to the point where, you know, you... Britain can't even control its own island because yeah. Scotland wants to leave. Um, Wales has gotten to a record number of twenty, or is it thirty-one percent? Was the recent poll thirty-one oh, percent wow. of people? That's a lot. Uh, want, in Wales, want independence. <clears throat> Jesus, um, can you imagine independence on that little tiny ass island? How's that shit gonna work? You guys are just gonna <laughs> no longer the United Kingdom. You guys are just kingdoms now. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, yeah, so Scotland wants that. And, and a lot of, I think it was, like, even more than 50% have said that if, if like, have said that Wales, they would vote for Welsh independence if Scotland left. So it's 30, if it's, like, 31 now, but if Scotland yeah. were to leave, people in Wales are like, well, fuck it. If they're leaving, we'll leave too. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, because here, like, gosh, I mean, do you get, so you guys have, like, a local... Uh, I guess country government, right? So yeah, but we didn't do we didn't have that till the nineties. Oh really? Well, wow. okay. Yeah, we didn't have that till or I forget exactly uh, when, but I believe it was Tony Blair uh-huh. who started what's called devolved government. Yeah, which meant that he devolved more powers to Scottish Parliament, the Welsh Senedd, and northern irish parliament which kind of is it's it's a iffy whether or not they actually do much in order to prevent um, people from seceding or because i don't know if you would consider mm-hmm. it seceding because it's it's kind of like a union but not really yeah <laughs> um but uh in, in order to prevent i think that situation from from escalating and having these countries separate themselves from you know i, I think they're gonna have to go the route of the united states 
Well, that's that was the goal. Yeah, is that there were there there was like separatist kind of ideas floating yeah. around, especially after the troubles in in Northern Ireland, and so the uh, uh the idea was to f- was to change instead of like an imperial rule over land that isn't technically yours. Yeah. Or uh, uh, or like your, yeah, um, was to move to a federalist system. Yeah. Which is what America kind of has. Yeah. Um, I think they're gonna have which, to keep yeah. pushing that way in order to prevent people from. But that leaving. and 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 that's how Welsh Labour push it is Welsh Welsh Labour because the only the only real party there are people in Welsh Labour who who want Welsh independence so it's just not it's not a hundred percent against them because it's not like a monolith of people. Yeah. Um. But the people in power in the Welsh Labour Party, such as Mark Drakeford and such, uh-huh. push the idea that what they what we need is just more devolution of power. Yeah, and that'll solve the problem. Um, which Probably make you know, things better. It it does. It would make things better if yeah. we had the ability to instead of ask. But the problem is, is we still would have some things we'd have to of ask course. Westminster to do. Yeah. And certain things that involve the country. Mm-hmm. The main problem and the main argument that's been since like the seventies mm-hmm. um, is that, and especially now because uh, Westminster actually just passed some like basically gerrymandering uh, oh. laws that increased. The number of seats in England, yeah. and decrease the number of seats in Scotland, decrease the number of seats in Wales, and the seats they increase, the places they split up in uh, England are likely to be just more conservative seats. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. And they just passed that. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so, but even even before, um, Wales didn't have enough people to vote against things that if Westminster, if everyone in England and Scotland, mm-hmm. or even just England, voted yes then Wales, their voice is gone. Yeah. It's why I argue all the time the Electoral College is actually a good thing, is because it means like places with small populations still get a say over what happens. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, here's here's a question, too, I had, because I recently mm-hmm. saw something, um, you know, from other people from other countries were posting. Uh, they were talking about how, you know, the United States has the two-party system with, you know, the mm-hmm. Democrats and Republicans and how we consider uh, rep- uh, Democrats, uh, you know, such as Bernie Sanders as being far left, being very liberal, <clears throat> and we consider the Republicans being far right. Well, I saw a post saying that in most countries they view both the Democrat and the Republican side as both conservative parties in mm-hmm. the United States. Do you think that's true? No, that's, that's 100%. Yeah, you believe that? Um, I've told people my opinions about politics yeah. in this country, mm-hmm. and they've told me that I'd likely be a conservative, like that I, I align with the conservative party. Because the conservative party here is the democrats of the united states Mm -hmm. like it it really is only somebody like bernie sanders is that far left to actually be the left-wing party well i was gonna say yeah so according to like their they put it out in a little infograph they said that bernie sanders would actually be considered centrist like middle (laughs) whereas Uh, i wouldn't say that i wouldn't say that bernie sanders is centrist middle i'd say bernie sanders is left he's not he's not far far left left, he's just left but he's he's left yeah um and he's pushing he, he definitely, like, the 2020 election definitely showed that the things he talked about in 2016 now became the normal things that people in 
in the Democratic Party talk about. However, from what I understand of the track record of the Joe Biden, Joe Biden administration so far, it is that it was all talk. And that a lot of the left wing things have kind of just gone away and they don't talk about them. And they've gone to just kind of what I thought would happen before is going back to the same old shit that essentially got Trump elected. It's, it's just another kind of pseudo Obama administration of uh, of just centrists in power. Um, yeah. And to be fair, even the Labour Party here had has a problem of or has had a problem of going quite centrist. Oh, really? Since Tony Blair, because Tony Blair has was such a centrist. I have no problem um, with that. I like centrists. That's what I want to be. <laughs> the, the the problem is is centrism in a personal ideology is sensibility. Centrism in a in a political power ideology is apathy. It's it's kind of like I'll pretend to do left wing stuff oh. while also doing kind of yeah. Uh, right wing stuff, stuff that yeah. really I should I, I should be in trouble for but if if I were if anybody were to bring them up I will bring up the things that I'm doing over on the left that uh, like balance it out like I think centrism is how everyone should be I don't think we should elect centrists uh, I see what you mean yeah I, I get what you mean by that that makes yeah. sense that makes sense well Reese Thanks for talking up politics with me real quick for the last uh, couple minutes. Uh, I yeah. think that's, that's it for the for the podcast right now. And uh, cool. I guess we'll catch you guys next week when we watch the flip. fucking Cheyenne Social Club. Yeah.